circumstances. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Boxingboys.com. All the guys want, I want what Mayweather got. I want what Mayweather got. You done bust your ass like Mayweather. I was trying to fight every fighter. I sacrificed a lot. To get to where I got to. What, what, what do you bring to the team? Let's get this on. Let's do it. Where's like this? It's, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. I, I, wait, wait. All right, that's it. Hold on. Every, Bernard, everybody calm down. Man, you know how these bitches is in the sport. Total disrespect. Kid has no class, no style at all. I sacrificed a lot. Boxingboys.com to get to where I got to. Boxingboys.com. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, joined alongside my co-host, Amin, King Amin of Essex. Go follow him on those championship rounds. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, the both of us, because we stay up to date. Whenever you're too busy for a long podcast, we got those tidbits on our social media. Today, we're back to discuss Frank Martin. A lot of people saying he... Edged a close decision. Some calling it robbery. Some saying that this win was less convincing than Haney's win over Vasil Lomachenko. The streets is talking. The block is hot. Bumgarner did her thing. Believe it or not, she definitely got revenge and shined in front of Detroit in a beautiful main event. Then we got to talk about the... Amateur standout, Andy Cruz, taking leaps and bounds like a Superman, jumping all the way into a 10-round fight and looking marvelous. I ain't even going to front. Like, he did not look like a first, like a debutant, just a debutant. He didn't look like that. Like, he looked very good. But, King Amin, what it do? Hey. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, TBV family, boys and girls? You're tuned in with the best podcast right here. This is the Boxing Voice. I don't have to tell you because you're already listening. I want to just, a couple of things we mentioned, just kind of glossing over it. Frank Martin, definitely a lot of speculation about the performance. What does it mean? Um, I think it's worth the conversation. You know, I, I think a big part, and I was... I was plotting on it. I'm like, yo, you know how you got famous groups? You know, people are talking about the division, famous groups. He's like the MC Ren now of NWA. He ain't like DJ Yella. He ain't Dr. Dre. He ain't Ice Cube. He ain't Easy E. And um, DJ Ren is not a bad person to be in NWA, but you can get forgotten that way. People forget about MC Ren. They forget about his contribution. Um, that performance last night, though, against a, a tricky opponent. And I, I think 
he needed that, you know, because I don't think he nor Derek James brought into the hype, but just we have to be reminded that as, as much as we uplift people, when we put them too close to the sun, they're going to either melt or they can get blinded. So for whatever we thought of what he was going into this fight, he's a human being. He's entitled to a performance that you may consider lackluster. I personally think Party Artie, as I call him, was a very dangerous opponent because you couldn't find any footage on him, barely heard of him, and he was undefeated. Sometimes, you know, you say, ah, oh, he's an undefeated guy. Who's he fought? But this was a very tricky opponent. A Sandor Martin, if you will. That's what I thought. I saw shades of Sandor Martin. Um, so, yeah, man, give Frank Martin his due because for whatever you thought about the lack of performance, it was something he had to pull out. He had to dig deep. That's why I do like this. It's something he showed us, and um, I hope you guys were, were, were um, you know, curious to see that or obvious to see that, man, you know? But see, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I don't know, champ. I think this is a generation of uh, I'd rather shit on you than congratulate you. I'd rather, you know, diss you than uplift you. I don't know that people are giving Frank credit. I mean, again, from what I've seen, they saying... Uh, you know, he's exposed. not ready. They love that word exposed. Yeah, you know, exposed, he's not ready. Um, you know, he's he's asking for Shakur and Devin next. Like, you know, and when I say he's asking for Shakur and Devin next, I'm saying, like, people are saying that sarcastically. Like, what? This is the guy that wants to fight Shakur? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Um, I say with a performance like that, though, because that was a guy we didn't know, and I heard Frank. He's like, look, that guy was tricky. He was awkward and he had power. But that's all post-fight. You feel me? So, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to jump right into where, where does Frank go after this? I'm going to say Edwin De Los Santos. Edwin showed us he could box. Art boxed a lot. Except Art boxed coming forward. Edwin is on that back foot. I don't know. Art is a good fighter, man. Um, he was doing his thing. I don't think it was a robbery. And maybe I feel like that because I had money on Frank, you know, and he was the last leg on my three-team parlay. I don't know. But I don't feel like it was a robbery. I don't feel like Frank robbed him. I mean, it was a tight fight. You know, the dude ran away with a lot of them early middle rounds. But I think Frank... Opened strong and closed stronger. Um, and again, I, f I feel like the guy himself didn't even argue. He was he was clapping and bigging him up. I know when Jim Gray got into it with him, though, you know, he made it seem like, look, I don't want to ruffle no feathers. I just want to come back. I want to fight in America again. I want to come to Las Vegas again. So that made me feel bad. It made me, like, I felt like, okay, this dude does feel like he might have won, and he don't even want to express it as to not get blackballed. Yeah, and all those things can be true, but I also think, you know, I, you've got to accept this performance for what it was. It was a gutty performance. It wasn't Frank Martin being exposed. It wasn't that he's not as good. Again, I'll be the first to admit Sometimes we prop these guys high up. We're surprised. I, I call it being a hipster generation. You want to jump on the newest fighter. First thing, smoking. Yo, Frank Martin, I was the first one. Okay, cool. Um, but again, these fighters are very human. Now, 
one thing we can say, because we've been talking about it a few times this weekend, we didn't see the kind of fighter that we need to pull back. So, yes, this is a fighter. If he's talking, we're talking, you know, Shakur. And isn't that what we want to hear? Okay, yeah, he'll say, yeah, I got some things I need to work on, but what do we what do we want to hear him say? I'm, I'm a B-plus fighter. You want to hear him say, yeah, I'm ready for the top guys in the division. Now, I think this makes him a very suitable opponent for Keyshawn because some people would say, instead of looking at him for Shakur and, and, and those guys and Devin Haney, maybe some people would say top rank brought uh, uh, Keyshawn along better. Um, maybe he's, you know, uh, a bit of bit, you know, more seasoned and he's got more to offer, has shown more against better, in quote, opponents, you know, so I think right away, if we were talking, um, that would be a very good fight. How realistic it is, I don't know, but we know Keyshawn was talking about it. You're scared. Man, that, that shit ain't happening, bro, especially nah. after last night. If maybe if Frank would have kept looking unbeatable, but they ain't putting him in there. I mean, come on, bro. We didn't know Art. And he didn't make it to the top of the Olympics like Keyshawn did. And he's not with a super team like Keyshawn is. And he's also not with a great manager like Keyshawn. He's also not with a great promoter like Keyshawn. So, like, why, why would they do it? Well, but this is what I'm saying. He, he is, though. He is, though. He is with a super... I told you, he's MC Ren. He's still in NWA. Every time you mention Derek James, Earl Spence, you mention Frank Martin. So, I mean, that that's great promotion. And, and by the way, some people were even saying, yo, this is just a commercial for Earl Spence fight. Yeah, I've seen that. that. I've seen that. It was crazy. So, so, yeah, I mean, listen, he, he, yo, we just forget about Ren. Ren wrote some hits for NWA, you heard? We just forget about him, and he just got to keep doing more. But, yeah, I think um, it, it's worth... Now, I say that, too. How much work does Top Rank have to feed both Shakur and Keyshawn at 135? I understand how the business works. I'm not naive, but I'm saying somebody's got to flinch because it ain't enough work. Nah, that's not true. Specifically at 135. I don't, I don't think that's true. I think, uh, you know, if, if PBC was able to keep two brothers away from each other, plus Laura, plus Laura, they had Jamel Jamal and Laura all on the same side of the street. And for a moment, all training with the same trainer. And there was no conflict. So, but yeah, there's PBC's, always enough. I'll say top rank. I know. I know. I'm just saying there's always enough food. There's always enough food, especially when you elite, because the food for Shakur ain't the same food for Frank, not yet. And and the food for Shakur definitely ain't the same food for Keyshawn, not yet. Say that again, champ. I'm just saying what Shakur eat ain't what Keyshawn and Frank eat. It's just different. One dude, nah, one right. dude is filet mignon and lobsters, and the other dude, you know, they getting steak and take. You know what I'm saying? It ain't there yet. So, so I, I believe that there is a world where they can give Keyshawn and Shakur everything. Like if they want to, if they if they play their cards right, Devin moves up those belts. You know, Shakur fights for the WBC, and and Keyshawn fights in the future for the WBO. 
you know, Tank becomes super champ WBA. IBF is going to be Gustavo Lemon. And I believe Isak Cruz, if he could get the win. If not, it'll be probably Giovanni. Um, fuck was his name? Did he fight in uh, Isak? Yeah, again, PBC is good. It's a lot of options for Frank. Um, you know, but I, I don't like a lot of the options that... Um, you know, but Edwin Dos Santos, you did mention him. I mentioned him for Frank because he on that side. He showed boxing skill. Maybe maybe Derek James and the matchmakers at PBC, like, damn, we need to see, can he... Is this a, a kryptonite for him? Let's give him another boxer. But again, Artem was a boxer on the front foot. I like that kid. He was coming forward. He was good, man. He deserves another opportunity. So, with a fight, let's just say we go with um, Edwin Dos Santos Bo, as an option. I swear, I don't even want to jump around, but both disrespectful. What'd he say? Is that both? Yeah, both said Andy, a C-level fighter. That's crazy that anybody would say something like that. A dude that debuted in a 10 rounder and handled the world-class veteran like that i don't even know how you could call him a c-class fighter that's insane that shit was like bro to do that on a debut that's an a-class performance like yeah maybe a knockout would have been a plus that was an a-class performance i mean did he get hit the fuck that's crazy bro i'm telling you we too we too spoiled we got a, we got these Shakurs and these Devons and these Earls and these Crawfords and the in and these tanks and it's like, you know, somebody that just somebody that just jumped like my man ran right into a ten rounder, mind you, Keyshawn fought this dude in a eight rounder, after numerous professional fights. Like what Andy Cruz did is. Beyond impressive. He told me I wasn't impressed. He was beyond impressive. He didn't even look like a like a debuter. He didn't look nervous. He didn't look fidgety. You know, he didn't look like a deer in the headlights, bro. He looked like he belonged there. How could you say you wasn't impressed? When the fuck have we seen an amateur fighter turn pro and not look amateurish? When have we seen that the, that the fucking announcers don't say, oh, yeah, he still got to get rid of that amateur style. He's still pity patty. I don't know. I mean, I didn't have the audio on to hear anybody say anything. I was watching for myself. He looked fine to me. He looked, uh, again, he fit right in. I felt like I was watching somebody that I've been watching for three years. You know what I'm saying? Like that kid to be an amateur in a debut that shit was amazing. I, I don't even... We never even seen that. He did better than Loma. Loma did not have a 10-round of this caliber in his first fight. You go look it up, and Loma fought some dude nobody even fucking knows to get ranked. This dude fought a dude we know, a dude we know is extra tough, a dude that's durable. And, and obviously, you know, Burgos continues to prove he's fucking durable. Motherfucker didn't get stopped. Listen, if, if I know Bo... Bo might have had, you know, the, the, the stoppage or something. And he rated him a C plus because he fucked up his parlay. And let me tell you, I considered the, the, the knockout. I felt like Juan Carlos Burgos has been in there with Devin, went 12 with Devin, 12 with, with, with Mikey, 12 with so many world-class fighters. I felt like it's like tires. After 50,000 miles, bro, you, you can't expect them 
not to give you issues. You can't expect not to get a bubble, not to get a flat, not to do some fucking aqua treading when you want in rainy water. You feel me? Like, that dude got miles on his tires. They not the same tread no more. So I thought there was a possibility that a young Andy who wanted to prove something to Keyshawn would get the stoppage. Luckily, me and my betting crew, you know, they, they, they definitely told me no. And I ran with them. And Andy did get the decision, which is what we picked. We, 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 we parlayed that with Bumgarner by decision. And then we, we threw in Frank to get a beautiful three-leg parlay that paid out lovely. Mind you, on the show I said, I know Frank's going to win. I don't know how because I don't know Artem. But if we would have known, it would have been decision. Lord have mercy. That was paying so lovely. Everybody thought Frank was going to stop us. Nobody, the bookies didn't know Artem. Let me ask you this. And it's a kind of tied together. And is there any way that you see Frank Martin and Andy Cruz as somehow a bridge to either Frank Martin or Andy Cruz just, to Keyshawn? It's just too soon simply because Andy just signed to, to, to Matchroom. And you know that they signed him like a, a four, four-year deal, at least five-fight deal, four-fight deal. You know, if they... Look at how long they got Pacheco. They not letting Andy go. And, and look at Andy. He doing Fortnite dances. He be teasing Keyshawn. He's exactly what they need. He's a good fighter that knows how to ruffle feathers. He's not just a good fighter that shuts up. And, you know, my man was, I don't know. I guess that was a Fortnite dance. I, I don't know. It looked like he was teasing the, the dude, Burgos, because he put an L on his forehead and was dancing around. Like, dog, you a loser. You a loser. That's how I took it. But I also said to myself, Ness, you older, that's probably a Fortnite dance that you don't know about. You feel me? Um, but I highly doubt Frank Martin gets to eat on the table with Andy Cruz, and Andy Cruz gets to eat on the table with Frank Martin. Different trajectories. Different trajectories. You know, I mean, if it wasn't so close, I think they'd have gave Frank a turnaround on the Earl card, but it's only two weeks out. You know what I mean? Kind of like what they did with Big Baby. You know, they gave him eight weeks out. Right, right away, turn around. Okay, so people didn't like that performance to put you back in there. You know, um, I didn't mind Frank's performance. A lot of composure, you know. He showed he could, fight, he could box off the back foot. He was forced to box. We seen him in there with an aggressor the entire fight. Like, I just don't know what people want, you know. Um, Even in a boxing match, somebody said you'll get hit too much. You know, certain things. It's it's kind of, yeah. you know, it's hard to really, you know, put a beat on it. But I I think, you know, um, PBC, like you said, they got so much depth. He ain't going to have no problems finding a good next opponent. Um, um, I mean, it all depends on what you consider good. You feel me? We, we really don't know what it is they doing over there. Like, I would have never picked Artem anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like... And, and this is exactly why, but they don't never listen to me, not none of the promoters. They always go for these Eastern European dudes that nobody know. I guess they come cheap, but they always, they stinkers. This is what they do consistently. These Eastern Europeans come over and make our guys look bad, and then it's like, for what? 
You know, why not put him in there with a fucking name? He would have been, he would have served better beating up on Gamboa. Yeah, we would have had a, a couple hundred thousand motherfuckers mad that Gamboa is fighting again. But the rest of the world, the casual fans, man, they don't give a fuck. He'd have looked better versus Gamboa versus looking, you understand? Versus a dude. He looked the way he looked versus a dude don't nobody even know. At least if you look like that, you know, the defense is, well, Gamboa is a three-time champion, you know, or, or a three-time gold medalist, you know. Gamboa got amateur skills, you know. Gamboa been in the ring with Crawford, been in with Devin, been in with Tang, been in ah, this shit to defend him. Who the fuck Art been in the ring with? Oh, yeah, he made a name for himself off of Frank. You know what I'm saying? They, they fuck up. They, they always do this. They always bring in these left-field dudes that... Bro, and I get it. Everybody deserves an opportunity. But if if the matchmaker ain't doing his fucking job of finding out who these Eastern Europeans are, don't put them on your card to make your guy look bad. It's silly. It's just dumb-ass promotion. Because, bro, he would have did better. I'm going to throw a name out there. And I guarantee this is a better name. Former world champ, Ray Beltran. That motherfucker still can make 35. The world know him. The announcers could talk about how Pacquiao bought him a house. Like he was a, a lifetime spawn partner for Pacquiao. Like, you can't say shit about Art. Oh, shit. Yeah, this guy we never heard of is giving Frank a hell of a time. Oh, this guy we never heard of is giving Earl Spence a hell of a... Earl Spence pupil a hell of a, hell of a fight. You know what I'm saying? My man's forced in the post-fight to say, nah, yo, y'all underestimated Art. He was awkward. He, he was strong. If that was Gamboa, we know he's strong. You understand? You just, you don't gotta, there's no need for an excuse. But when you bring a dude from left field that nobody knows, this is what you get. You know what I mean? This is what you get. And again, everybody deserves an opportunity, but Earl Spence had a plan with Frank. You know, believe it or not, maybe that plan has shifted halted i i know that people will argue that they not full steam ahead you know i know they not full steam ahead after that i know they still don't want shakur smoke not the powers that be yeah does martin of course is earl ready to put him in there with shakur after that is he really ready to put him in there with Devin after that nah you know you talking all that shit about Devin. you ready to go in there with Devin after that you couldn't even like I mean, he did hurt him. I was about to say you can't hurt him, but he hurt him. He made that boy take a knee. He hit hard. Yeah. He, and I'm pretty sure he broke his face. I, I guarantee that's a broken orbital. Um, and But that is the thing that people keep missing, okay? He was down on the scorecards. You had it this. You had it that. That turn of the tide showed you something about Frank Martin. So, okay, maybe he was a slow starter trying to figure this guy out. You know, maybe the next opponent isn't so hard to figure out. You know what I'm saying? I so, mean, champ, he said he could knock out Devin in eight rounds. Like, you can't... You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's what you're supposed to do. As the dude on the bottom, you got to call out the top. But, like, there's a saying. Don't spit up because it'll land on your face. You understand? I mean, I just don't get it. Like... Yeah, I mean, listen, Sal's make fights. I think 
the Haney fight and Martin is a different fight, and I don't see him stopping Haney. Again, if I'm basing it on that performance, it's nah. a different fight. Absolutely, because Haney's footwork is better than Art. Now I ain't on front. Art came forward. Art was he was using that right hand to the body. Now that don't mean Haney won't. Haney came forward on Linares, but then it got you know he he got overzealous. He went for the knockout on Linares after the six. Everything was come forward, you know, three four punch combination, and then boom, he got clipped. So. After that fight, is he still going to try to walk dudes down? Or did he learn his lesson like, yo, I ain't walking nobody down when I could beat him with the stick? You know what I mean? Um, because Art gave Frank a different style. Art put Frank on the back foot from the opening bell. That shit never changed. That dude deserves to come back. We deserve to learn how to pronounce his last name. He had all balls. He went in there with the Earl Spence pupil. He said, fuck who's your promoter. Fuck who you are. I am going to dictate the pace of this fight. You about to fight my fight, not the other way around. And he held his ground. Frank Martin fought Art fight the entire fight until the last three rounds. That don't mean that he didn't win rounds between, you know, uh, one through nine. I'm just saying, we was fighting Artem's style of fight. Until Frank said, man, I'm getting on the front foot. I'm about to start putting some 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 hands on you. And then he changed it. Um, and he and he broke his orbital. I mean, he definitely cut from that same cloth. That man, I watched that man eye go from blinking. I'm like, I mean, something wrong. His eye blinking. Oh shit, he blinking. Oh shit, that shit swelling. Oh, it's closed. Oh my God, that shit broke. Um, so Frank got power. You know, these guys, oh, he's exposed. I mean, you know, you really, you really don't like the sport. You know, the internet's created the ability to to be mean, so people get a kick out of that. You know, some people like leaving mean comments to see what you say and things like that. So, like, I don't believe he was exposed. He fought a solid fight. That boy' defense is nice. I love that high guard. Now, I am afraid that a left hooker will get him to raise that hand because he he don't go like that. Like. You know, trainers tell you, put your head down and dig that elbow into your hip bone. He actually goes like this and lifts the elbow out to raise his hand up on that high guard. So if somebody doubles the left to the head and go back down to the body, they might get him. Other than that, man, that motherfucker's defense is nice. He showed me amazing defense. Like, Art was a, an aggressor. He dictated the pace. But it wasn't like he was landing all his shots. Them shits was being blocked. Frank is very good. It's um fucking surprising. Like, ain't he from Indiana or some shit? Indiana, Indiana. Yeah, that shit. No, I, I seen skill yesterday. You know, whenever, whenever you can, you're forced to change the game plan and you don't panic, that's skill. You know, we thought he was a puncher, right? So we expected him to do the Earl, walk him down and get it. He boxed last night, and how are people... Oh, he exposed what? He exposed another tool in his basket? He showed you that he knows how to box? Like, what was he exposed by exactly? I don't know. So, and, and let me draw another reference to history. He needed it, but he didn't need nobody to come over and tell him, you down on the scorecards. It wasn't no open scoring. So he didn't know 
that he was down. Maybe they told him. I don't know. I, we, 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 like I said, we was doing a fight chat. We had to sound off. But when it was time to dig deep and change the tide of the fight, Frank Martin showed that. And it, that's what y'all need to pay attention to. Forget about how many points you had homeboy up. That's what happened in the fight. And, and, and that is what you want to see in fighters when you're looking at can they hang at that championship level. That's what we say. That second, can they switch, switch gears and this and that? He did that. So I was pleased. <laughs> Yo, and this is what I'm saying about dudes that, like, they get a kick out of trolling. A member for two months. So, so he's already a member at the highest level. He's a champ. You know what I'm saying? His name is Box, and he says, Ness, how would Canelo or Tank Look in what Alicia Bumgarner wore yesterday. What? Exactly. No, but the, I'm telling you, the internet's created trolls. So he was, he probably was glued to the screen waiting to see your face react like that. Yeah, but he well, got more. Just... He got more. He got another one, $2. He says, do you guys think Frank Martin got a hard brick? Come on, man. No, but that's a play on CYP. Because CYP came on here one day calling to my, who brick is harder? Tank or someone or someone? Who brick is harder? Who brick? So my man has not stopped super chatting that. He'll ask you every fighter, like, who brick? Who, who got a harder brick? He about to get hit with the brick. Uh, CYP's influential, man. Uh, he'll make a motherfucker troll him for the rest of his life. Listen, this guy is funny, though, man. Um, but I'm glad he brought up Alicia Bumgarner's outfit. That's I what thought, I, was gonna say. I thought it was amazing. I mean, what, what, look, what could I ask for as a man, you know, who loves the sport of boxing? I've, I've been, I've never been those dudes. Like I've watched those dudes, you know, I've been doing this 13 years. I've watched those men like, man, I don't fuck with women's boxing, man. Women's place ain't in the boxing ring, man. Fuck out of here, man. Women. So I never had an issue with it. You feel me? So now I get more boxing and beautiful women because I can't, you know, I'm, there's, nothing to, there's, no, there's nothing to be mad about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why he wants to see Canelo wearing what Bumgarner wore, but I don't mind what Bumgarner wore at all. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, the world is changing, man. You know what I'm saying? And... and Women's boxing, it, not only is it exciting, because think about the evolution. Like, when basketball was just, you know, postmen and, and old dudes playing, it wasn't cool. But when it was athletes primed for it, it's a great sport. It's not just, you know, tough women or women of a certain lifestyle boxing. These is like real women of different uh, uh, interests and, and, and levels of athleticism. And when it comes to Alicia Bumgarner, she's top of the tier when it comes to athletes. Yo, she is becoming a breakout athlete. I saw, uh, I was scrolling through my YouTube joint. She did an interview with GQ, 10 Things Alicia Bum, GQ, 10 Things Alicia Bumgarner Can't Live Without. And uh, came out with the long gloves, remind me of the Steve Madden boots from back in the day. Had to cut up the side with the, you know what I mean? Like, yo, that's what you want to see. You want to see her. You want to see Clarissa Shields in the stands supporting, you know, always looking comfortable, you know. Shout out to Clarissa Shields. This is it. Like, what are we talking about, you know? Um, and then you, when you break it down to the box, and I mentioned 
why isn't Tony Harrison getting the credit he deserves as You're a right. You're right, too. Remember, you was asking me, so I asked Danny. He confirmed Tony was with her when he when she got the Harper win. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you say it because, you 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 know, you the one put it out there. So go ahead and finish putting it out to the universe uh, what you feel he deserves. Tony Harrison deserves to be trainer of the year. Whatever. And it don't even it almost doesn't matter what Alicia Bumgarner does this year. Sometimes you got to look in totality retroactively and bring it back from where she started to where she's going with this win over, if you want to perceive her as a nemesis, she's already got the win over Bumgarner. Whatever she does from here is icing on the cake. And Tony Harrison has helped her to not only build her skills, he's helped her to build that persona. He lets her be comfortable. She could be sitting in the stands eating a salad, then flex a bicep on you. She is built for stardom, and she's got a great team around her, and Tony Harrison is a very integral part of that. And if we're giving, again, trainers like Derek James credit, we're giving Robert Garcia, we're giving Reddy Reynoso, it's time to start giving Tony Harrison his credit as a trainer. For sure. So I just wanted, you spoke about the evolution of women's boxing, and, uh, you know, this is what people my age were used to. And this is a picture of Christy Martin. You know, God bless, daughter. God bless her soul. She was uh, an exciting fighter. I watched on many Mike Tyson cards. And, you know, she was sure to give you excitement by always bleeding or making yeah. someone bleed. She had a very aggressive style. But like you said, the evolution, that was then, this is now. And we see why there's a rise because there is a evolution, as you said. It's just completely different. We went from a mullet to pure fashion, you know? Um, it's just different, you know? And everything takes time. It's going to get bigger from here because look at Bumgarner. She comes... She's not... Clarissa, Clarissa, while she came from nothing, she is an Olympian, two-time Olympian. She's pedigree because she did it once, then did it again. That's pedigree. But Bumgarner has gotten here from the ashes, you know? So both of them are inspiring women, young women, in so many different ways. Um... And I think we're in good hands. There's a lot of women. You know, we've interviewed a bunch of amateur females. Um, Adrian Clark has the Pueblo Rican, which is like a Mexican and a Puerto Rican girl. She's, she's a pretty girl. She could fight. So it's changing. There's a lot of new women coming along uh, in this sport. You got Left Hook Roxy. You know, they just have to develop. My girl, Jadira Baustos. Um, Serena McCoy. Serena McCoy. They just got to develop and get that TV time. Serena McCoy has that Bumgarner attitude and appeal. She's, yeah, she's on the cusp. She's on, yeah, she's she just hasn't gotten that opportunity. I mean, she just signed a split T, so that's going to help. Eventually, she'll get an opportunity maybe with top rank or matchroom because of her manager. Um, I I always envisioned Zarina McCoy versus Sandy Ryan and Sandy Ryan's stateside debut. 
Um, I would just like her to be able to develop. I think she's working with Bullet now, too. I don't know if you know. No. Yeah. Well, you know, just to add in another layer of depth to the landscape of women boxing and its growth, we had the long-reigning former uh, super middleweight champion on the broadcast as well last night. You know, uh, I uh, wasn't listening. Damn, you a G. You went back and watched it to listen. I didn't listen. I only watched it without the volume once. Yeah, yeah I went back and listened to certain parts. Okay, shout out to you. Nah, so she was on a telecast? Yeah, man. Is she Come still fighting? Now. Is she still fighting? You know, <clears throat> in my mind, and I'm going to have to reach out to her, not like I have anything, but we have a rapport at least. I think I see her trying to get at, um, you know, the vacant light heavyweight. I don't know if, if that's oh, going to be oh, Hannah. Hannah Gabriels? When she comes back off of the, you know what I mean, the juice ting up. You know I mean, mean, but how, though? They No one, no one, no, like... She was she was trying to get that fight, and then Clarissa stole that fight. So, like, how is she going to get it? It, it? It obviously shows that there wasn't a network interested. No, no. I'm thinking, though, moving down, you know, because Cannon Gables wanted to move down, but now it's essentially uh, Franchon Cruz moving up. And I think, and again, I, I don't know, but this she may have, you know, one of the things she did very savvy on her trip out there she um, released a single. Her single was like, uh, I think, uh, top 23 in the UK uh, pop charts. Yeah, I Fresh seen her posting. I seen her post saying that it was like trending and stuff like that. You know, shout out to her. She and did a music video just, too. Increasing popularity. You know what I'm saying? That you mentioned this guy like Diego Pacheco. Remember, Diego Pacheco went out there and headlined a show on a low, then came back. You know, I'm just saying, I think she might have gained some traction and some popularity enough for Hannah Gabriel's fixed up something, um, you know, they might be able to find a network, you know, could be in the UK. It might not even be a stateside affair. Where uh got some super chats. I got uh Bougie and Broward County. Keyshawn him, not them. Exclamation point. Andy, Frank, Kid Austin. Uh what is this emoji? Let me see what they say. Come on. Can't get it. But uh I mean I mean I guess that's like do not enter, like you not allowed. What's the what's the do like this? I mean some people do Wakanda for that, but you know that's only when the movie trending. But I got Matt Bet 105 $5 super chat. <clears throat> he says Daily Dose of Tanquil. Alicia looked great. Andy looked great. Frank looked good. I made money again. Tank Davis is free. Shout out to you. Yeah, I definitely, you know, me and the betting team. See, they, somebody said specifically this week, like, yo, Ness, you've been gone. I signed up. It's been a month. I ain't been able to make no money. I made you money, champ. I fucking made you money. Yo, and I love that shit. I ain't gonna front. You know I'm an egotistical bastard. And every time I win, every time I'm right, yo, it's like, yo, I get higher on life. Like, motherfucker, I did it again. Like, I did it again. I'm making y'all bread week after week. Like, all I got to do is sit here and, 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 and then it's just like, boom, it just happens. It's fucking insane, bro. It's pretty dope. And I bet big, too. So I know, I bet what's considered for me big, right, which is not big because I'm a $5, $10, $2 better. So I bet like $45 this week on one bet. I know dudes, bro, that signed up 
And the same day they signed up, they made $100, $150 bets. I'm like, God damn, you balling, you feel me? Um, so I'm sure people made good money this week because I, I was very um, sure Quentin Randall was going to get that win. And my boy got it. Then we, we, we parlayed that decision with Andy decision and then parlayed that with Frank. So the plus money was raining in, man. All you had to do was make a little bet. And you know, get three to five times your money back. You feel me? But I got shout your man uh, Elvis Rodriguez. Yeah, he, he fucked it up though. I mean, you know, shout out to Elvis for getting a knockout. But I had a secondary five dollar parlay on a five team, and I had everybody in that first parlay plus Elvis and Postal going a distance, and uh, one other fight I gotta check going a distance. But only Elvis ruined it. He fucking ruined it, man. Motherfucker got the knockout. That's the bad thing about betting, because it's like, I should be happy my Dominican brethren is looking better. Was I actually able to, you know, defeat his demons and beat a boxer? Because, you know, I even asked Kenny Sims, like, yo, what you think? He like, bro, he ain't, he ain't fought a boxer since he fought me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still picking Elvis, he said. And I said, okay, I'm picking Elvis too. Now, I was trying to tell the betting group I got that Postal was the opposite of Burgos. That while Burgos, I felt maybe he could get stopped, they was like, yeah, but this is this boy's pro debut. You know, what's to say he going to be aggressive enough to get the stoppage in a pro debut? So that really sunk in, and I'm like, they right. He might take his time, and they was right. We got the decision on Andy. I was right on my fucking instinct that Rodriguez would get the knockout because Postal and Rodriguez been lifetime spawn partners. Postal's old already, man. He been boxing forever. Like, bro, he got beat by Crawford like 20 years ago. You feel me? Like, this guy, and he never been a puncher. He never been a puncher. The only dude he fucking stopped, which makes me look like a historian, is Lucas Matisse, believe it or not. He got him to take a knee, right? Like, I think he broke his eye again after Danny broke it and shit. Yeah, man. Like 2013, what? <laughs> I got keep it moving, $2. He says, Alicia versus Serrano or Taylor. Who y'all got? Am breaked up? What the fuck is breaked up? Am breaked up. I never even heard of that term. Must be some Detroit shit because Alicia was there. I don't know, but I, I would love Alicia versus Serrano. But I would love Alicia versus Teller more. I feel yep. that Matrim will obviously protect Teller and try to do Serrano. Um, Serrano is what, 26, I mean? Yes, which would be a shame. Stop bringing Serrano up. I know, she, I know yeah, the bag is good for her. Didn't she fought Katie twice? At what weight, though? She been no, up once. already. She fought her once, but remember, instead of taking the second fight... She unified uh, with with the uh, Erica Cruz, mm -hmm. so that was you know what I mean. That was a it, tough fight. That was a tough fight, and I'm like, why would you go up two divisions to fight Taylor? Let Alicia take that work. Um, she even called out Chantel Cameron, Bumgarner. That is, you know. Um, I mean, so I Bumgarner and Serrano is a big fight, a fight. If she offers, it's undisputed versus undisputed. They could piggyback off the men right now. Yeah. Right now, they could piggyback off the men. 
and they can steal that from Clarissa. Clarissa hasn't been able to do Undisputed versus Undisputed. Let me tell you something. That fight. That's a short. Editor, that's a short. They need to know that Clarissa hasn't done it. They can be the first to do it. Katie Taylor is also undisputed, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, Bumgarner needs to have her people's put offers both ways. Offer well, look, Serrano undisputed at 30, and then ask uh-huh. Katie, can you fight her for undisputed at 35? Here's my point, though. Taylor and Bumgarner, that's the fight I know Bumgarner wins, no questions asked. Katie Taylor ain't got it for Bumgarner. Yeah, I think that's an easy pick, though. I think even Taylor... I mean, I think even uh, Amanda Serrano knows that. Like, Serrano showed me in the Erica Cruz fight that she don't know how to get off the line. She's a banger. She's going to bang. And, um... (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Bumgarner's very calculated. She doesn't waste energy. Uh, and she's learning so much from Tony. You know that that you know it didn't click last night when we was watching the fight together. It it, it, it happened this morning talking to Danny, bro. That's she's getting that from Tony Harrison. All that not jabbing anymore and like extending my Steering. right. Yeah, yeah. She's staring like she getting that from Tony, bro. Tony does that, except Tony doesn't have her conditioning. She can get away with that. You understand? Not to mention. She could fucking punch. So when she's doing that, you know, she extends that right hand. She makes you take the bait and then swings that left hook at your ass. You know what I'm saying? But she actually, again, lands. Okay, Coach Mitty said they already did it. Chantel Cameron versus Katie Teller was undisputed versus undisputed. I mean, well, some would say that was domestic, you know. No Americans have done it yet, so at least she can try and do that. Fair point to Coach Mitty. He always coming through. Shout yeah, out to I, Mitty. Shout out to Mitty, too. He took me all around London last time I was out there. I got to hit out. Yo, it's Dominican barbershops out there, bro. We everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> That's a lineups is fresh out there. $200, 200-pound haircuts. It is expensive out there. It's bananas, bro. Yo, the okay. Serrano Bumgarner, I think that's not a 50-50 fight, but that is a fight that's a little bit more... And I, I still would give the edge to Bumgarner. But... I don't even... Yo, honestly, that's not 50-50 to me. I see somebody in the chat talking about Serrano definitely gives AB pop. I don't even see that. Like, don't get me wrong. It's funny. Know. It's funny because I literally told Danny, I think the problem to give... Um, the, the style to give Serrano problem. I mean... The style to give Bumgarner problems is is a Mexican. Maybe an Erica Cruz or a, or a sharper, a sharper Cruz. But it ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be a girl that, that that can't come forward and throw a lot of punches. And Serrano does do that, but she on the line. She gonna get hit by the bomb Gardner. That's the thing. She on the line, bro. Every listen, I watch Serrano fight. Every girl she fight hits her. Every girl she fights hits her. So imagine a girl that could punch, that likes to punch. Like, man, you know no. What? She actually she actually does what you said Frank Martin does. She don't protect her body. She bring her arm up instead of digging in. So 
you know, she makes herself a little bit susceptible. But I mean, she is is slick and she's come forward. And again, a southpaw. I think she does a lot of things that just with them two minute, with those two minute rounds. All right. I don't know. It, it's just a tricky fight. I think it's a tricky fight. Shit, Taylor did it to Serrano. You know what I'm saying? N- not really look like she was winning a, a, yeah, unless but, until... But again, Taylor Serrano styles makes fights. That's the style for Serrano. Someone right in front of you. It was It's two people. Just boom, 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 boom. That's not going to be... You know, I feel like Bumgarner gives you lateral movement. She's picking her shots. She hits harder. So she's not... She's conservative with her shots, but landing bigger shots. I don't know. And Serrano's older. She's older. How many wars has well, she been I in? Like, I, I'm I, not picking Serrano. No, and I, I love Amanda Serrano. I'm not picking her. I'm just saying she's got a better chance. It's not the it's not the fight with the foregone conclusion. I can't believe. Maybe it's because I had money on her, Jacob Sims. He said, Ness, you acting like the mayor fight wasn't razor close. Bumgarner ain't invincible. I picked I pick Bumgarner in the mayor fight, so I ain't seen no razor close. I seen me cashing in. You know what I'm saying? I ain't seen none of that. I seen me cashing in. We made money. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I ain't seen no close fight. <laughs> you feel Yo, me? Anthony Brooks, he said, yeah, 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 blah, blah, cheeks. Yo, shout out to them cheeks, man. That shit crazy. They know what they, yo, she know what she doing. That's the second outfit like that. But listen, that's what you got to do. You can't knock her because Ebony Bridges does it. Ebony Bridges does it differently, you know? Um, And and Bumgarner does it her way. Danny Ryan be looking good in them Versace bottoms with the bikini cut. Cut looking trash. Isn't Sandy Ryan the girl that did the, uh, the painted top? Oh, that was um That's the girl Shani- from Australia. Shanika, um yeah, that was Shanika um Shanika Johnson. Okay. That's so funny that she's from Australia, looks white, but her name is Shanika Johnson. Bruh, she gotta be Aborigine or something. Shanika? Yo, that's crazy. Uh I got Daniel Vega been a member for two months at that champ level. That means you made money, Daniel, unless you were scared to believe in me. That's all I can tell you right now. <laughs> you should have made money unless you were scared to believe in the team. Um, because remember, with the betting, there's no big guys and little U's. You know, we like just yesterday, the betting group was debating, arguing a little bit. I felt like they was arguing. And I'm like, bro, this, it, that shit is old space. Like, Martin won already. Like, all that shit, sending videos and links and this and then I told, motherfucker, that shit is done. Like, we don't argue in here. We help each other make money. That being said, again, you should have made that bread. But he, anyway, he did say, did you guys see Josh Kelly fight? That guy looks horrible. This guy needs a new trainer. He is digressing. Listen, how many trainers is he going to get? Not to mention that um, he wins the fight and he calls out two more domestic rivals. The man, like, you got to just leave him alone. There's nothing wrong with that. Look, there's nothing wrong with a fighter that understands he's not elite. Let him make his money domestically. You know, like, like if I, like if I become a fighter, right, and I could sell 500 tickets in Atlanta, and beat on dudes that the matchmaker lets me pick. Man, I'm doing that shit. 
I'm going to make my fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 plus my purse. And I'm going to beat on the dudes and make my fucking money. You understand? Josh Kelly making way more than that without having to get in there with the dangers any longer. And that's okay because he understands he ain't on that level no more. Like, he learned that. and So let him be because... For him to win a fight and call out two more domestic dudes, like, he he, he don't want to fight. Like, he don't want to fight, fight. He don't want to test himself and see if he's the best in the world. He wants to be the best in his city, the best in his gym. And that's okay. You can't knock a man for that. Like, bro, leave him alone. Like, he at least he's not beating domestic people. Talking about, I want Earl Spence. I want Boots Ennis. Nah, he, keep, he stands to himself. He's in his lane, man. He's in his lane. Leave him alone, honestly. Like, there's nothing wrong with a person staying in their lane. It's worse when you, Frank Martin, saying you'll knock out Devin in eight rounds. You understand? Fair point. Another thing, too, I just find it ironic that Josh Kelly, the thing that derailed his career was a loss to who? David Avenesian. Word. Who people the lone loss in his career is to David Avenesian. Who people give no credit to. David David actually crushed two careers. Jason Lahagra, he was a Lou DeBella dude that, they, that he signed, and Lou had so many dreams for him, and, and, and David buried him twice. And then he did PBK like that. Uh, C. Shiggs celebrating his first Super Chat ever. <laughs> Shout out, champ. Shout out. Really appreciate you opening the wallet with us. I know a lot of people don't like to do that. And, you know, every Super Chat obviously allows us to stay around here and bring you guys this content. It's $5 Super Chat. says, Serrano beats AB in the late rounds if she makes it without getting KO'd under five. Yeah, I don't even see that, bro. Again, um, Serrano is the older fighter. Serrano's been in more rounds box. Bro, Serrano's been punched more. Is you know, nah. And, like, let's be real. Serrano just jumped on. It took her forever to jump on that world level. Like, she's a seven times champ. I get it. But versus who? Why, 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 we, why you can't tell me who she beat? I mean, I mean, you watch more women's boxing than, honestly, anybody I know. Name five champions she beat. Oh, see, first of all. She didn't beat five champions because one particular individual had the two belts that she beat. So you can't say five champions. But right? she ain't she seven times champ or seven divisions champ? How you don't beat champions with being seven divisions or seven times? Like what were no, we no, talking no, seven about? Seven time here? champion. It was like like Danny was saying the other day. She's a seven time champion. I don't know how many divisions it's been, but she's definitely a seven time champion. So seven times and she ain't beat five people. Nah, because back in the, when when she was winning them, it'd be like one one girl with two belts, and she already she'd win one. So how many champs she beat? I would say she. I think about five, five or six, five or six. With the biggest name, with the biggest name being Katie Teller, right? Who fought? Not even beat. All right. So who's the biggest champ she beat? Might be Heather Hardy. 
Oh, man. There you go. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's the caliber, and that's what I'm telling y'all. Yeah, like, if look we're at, talking names, that's the biggest name. Bumgarner got 14 fights. I know. I ain't, I'm going to have to Google this shit because we're going to give y'all more context. Amanda Serrano has to have 30 fights, bro. Like, y'all tripping yeah. right now. Y'all not really... And, and, and you know what? I'm saying way too much because the fight not made, I'm going to just get that bread on y'all. <laughs> That's it. You don't want to believe. Don't motherfucking believe. This is free advice. She is 34 years old right now. Let me give you some more cold, hard facts. 212 rounds box. Let me pull up. Let me pull up um, Alicia. Yo. Bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I can see the age and rounds box. Because that's important. Rounds box mean miles. How many miles on that engine? You feel me? How many hours on that engine? Okay, Bumgarner ain't too young. She 29. I mean, look, she still get to say I'm in my 20s. You feel me? But she is 29. She on a cuspy cusp. Damn, she about to get the bug. I hope she don't get the bug. That's what happened to Leonardo, too. You know, at that 29, you get that bug. She started with biological clocks. She want to have babies. No, girl. You better motherfucking get this motherfucking resume. You know what I'm saying? Look, she got 15 fights. She fought Michaela Mayer. She fought... How many rounds? 86. Okay. That's, that's bro, 80. bro, that's not even half. That's less than half of what Serrano has. That right there shows you youth. That's going to yes. show you youth energy. All that. That's yeah, Serrano model. got experience. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying that's the demo. That's the, that's the demo model. You know what I'm saying? That's the joint that you go in there and say, lock. give me that demo with 146 miles on it. Word. Bro, listen. It's important. Mileage, I just was looking for a car. Mileage is important. You know, and people with high miles, they try to tell, oh, no, nah, that's highway miles, which is cool. It's yeah. true. Highway miles are better than stop and go. Stop and go means you you wearing and tearing on a car a lot more. More probable to, you know, fender benders. In traffic, more probable of wearing out your brakes, you know. More wear and tear. Highway miles, you cruising. You you know, you barely on them brakes. So I get it. But they still miles. Still miles. You know. You, you do 100,000 miles on a highway, you change your tires twice. You feel me? So I don't know what people be talking about. Uh-oh, look at Coach Mitty letting us know that Bumgarner go win by telling us that Amanda lost against the, f the first champion she fought, Freda Wahlberg. There you go. That's what I'm saying. But, but, but that's okay because so did our girl. You know, she lost to Leonardo too. I don't know if that so was for a world title, but she definitely lost to her. It was, and so did Sandy Ryan, by the way. Mm. Lost to Erica... Uh Farious. But 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 there you go right there. Look, Leonardo two champion. That's one champ that that Bumgarner fought in fifteen fights. Terry Harper champion. That's the second champion that she fought in fifteen fights. And then Michaela Mayer, third yeah. champion in fifteen fights. And then the rematch with Leonardo two. You can't really knock that. But even Alem was a champion. She unified with Alem, or was that a vacant? Was it a vacant? 
Did Alem bring the title or was it a vacant? I think it was vacant. Mm. Mitty, tell us. You seem to be on it. But um, what else we got to talk about? I mean, obviously, I, 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 I gave a lot in the opener about how I felt about Andy, but you want to say anything about Andy Cruz and, and his debut? Yeah, man, I, I think he did great. Um, hell, again, hell of a debut. It, it almost, like you said, watching a seasoned fighter, um, I talked about those Lomachenko vibes, you know what I'm saying? A little, I'm looking, I'm saying, you're a little skinny leg dude, you know, but he's moving, just very fluid. And you mentioned the dancing. You mentioned he's always dancing, 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 dancing. Well, he be dancing in the ring, too. Um, definitely, um, you know, I, I just want to see more of him. I don't want to rush to judgment, you know, sometimes because then people will hold you to it. I don't mind being held to it. But it's it's really his first debut. To go 10 rounds in the debut against a world-class fighter that way, I think it was great. More to come. Let's just see him do it. That's all. And it ain't too much pressure for the Cubans. Uh, yeah, man. Um, he looked great to me. I have to use the word great because I've never seen anyone do that. Like, Mayweather's great, right? He's the definition of great for us. And he ain't do that. And then there's people out there that say Loma's the definition of great because of how he came through the ranks. He ain't do that. For the Cubans out there that thought Rigo was great because he got a world title in fucking 12 fights, he did not do that. And that's the name that haunts me. It's the only name that haunts me. Rigo? Rigo. Wow. Yeah. I just wanted so, mo so much more from him. You know, I wanted so much more from him. I felt like they cashed him out after the Loma fight. And, um, you know, I, I don't mean, know. He was fight Rigo Japan and shit. <laughs> Rigo is a victim of himself. He was with Al. He was with Bob. Um, there's not much we can say. You know what I'm saying? He he's also was career small. And in the era, he was in the wrong generation. Like, he would excel now. His divisions is popping now. 118 is is fire now. Rigo versus Bam Rodriguez. Let's do it. He too old, though. It's, it's, it's no reason right now. Ten years yeah, ago, yeah. Rigo, you know, it's just 118 wasn't popping. Like, look, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm considered a hardcore because of how long I've been doing this. But I was a guy that wasn't in love with those lower weights. You know, they try to paint me as a guy that never watched it, which isn't true. I know who Vic Darchinian is. I watched him unify, and I, I, I watched the the entire rise of, of Abner Mares. You know what I'm saying? He was fighting. I know who Joseph Ed Becco is. Like, I, I watched little dudes, but those divisions was never popping. There was never a BAM that, that, that can create a fan base. Like, Abner was your BAM back then. You know this... Yeah. East L.A., I think he's from. You know, he was... He, I remember when they put him on and they, and they gave us his backstory. He was, like, eating out of fucking dumpsters, he said. And he was in a gang and all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't have anyone other than Vic Darchinian. My man's Armenian. Like, you know, Dinonito came out of nowhere. It wasn't like there was a lot of dudes popping back then. There's storylines. You know, you got Stiff and Fulton now. 
Figueroa is pedigree because of his brother Omar. You know, this Chocolatito obviously is older, but you know, he had he gave a storyline. Kit Kat came out of nowhere, but this is all new. Like, you know what I mean? These divisions weren't flourishing, and that's the unfortunate thing with, with poor Rigondeaux. He was just in the wrong era, man, uh, because he had opportunities. <clears throat> I mean, Al put him on PBC, bro. Like, I remember that fight with Chucky Flores, I think it was. That shit was horrible. I think it was, like, um, controversial, too. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, he never, he never fought again as good as he fought versus Donaire, which is sad. You know, Dornier was his best performance, and uh, he could never live up to that performance again. That's just that's just the bottom line, you know. And 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 there was guys <clears throat> that, like Jesse Magdaleno wanted to fight him, but the you know top rank must have knew they get credit for having the greatest top uh, matchmakers. But Jesse would call out um, Rigo almost every interview. But never got it. And look, you know, Dog Bay took him out. And that's a whole different time. By the time Dog Bay took him out, Magdaleno, I mean, uh, Rigo was already old. So you can see that Top Rangers never, A, wanted to fuck with, 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 with Rigo because, you know, they iced him out. And, and, and B, they didn't trust that maybe Jesse could do it either because, you know, Rigo, Rigo destroyed Nonito for them, which I got to make a flyer. Rachel's coming. But yeah. But Andy should have his success, you know what I mean? Just because of my fear of, uh, you know, um, what what happened to fighters like that, you know. Again, it's a, I, it's a whole another show for another day, man. My confidence. I love Cuban fighters, but um, you know, that thing, that thing that happens with them. I, I don't know. Are you talking about like the this this? 10 year ago stigma that they're boring i don't know what you're talking about honestly no, no, come no, out no, and no, say no. it for, don't for, be scared what you talking about i'm lost nah, it's, 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 no no i, I didn't want to go into a tangent it's just with some cuban fighters you know what i'm saying it's like even like take a ugas uh-huh I, I love the story sometimes the story is greater than the fighter you know what i'm saying Sometimes it's so much mythology. Even with Rigo, it was like it was mythology. Yo, we got this little dude from Cuba. And it was like, yo, he's a very good fighter, but you know what I'm saying? So in that regard, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not trying to... I'm almost up. done with Ugas, honestly. You know, I don't know how people took, took that yesterday. But obviously, I interpreted it a different way because I've had physical interactions with him. I've actually met him. I know him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he started his career in New Jersey. When he had them four losses, he was in, in Passaic. And, and Julian Hammerhands Rodriguez, Jim, of all places, uh, before ever meeting Al Hammer, before ever meeting Louis DeCubas. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know. Again, you, you, you were on a delay. Did you see when they panned the camera on him and his wife? Yeah. What What did you see? How did you, like, what did that look like to you? Because that's the moment that I'm talking about, and I feel like it was pretty weird to me. I don't know. Again, I've had physical interaction with it, so I, I'm interpreting it completely different probably than you because I got interactions with him. 
what did you see and what did you feel when you saw it is what I'm trying to find out. I I don't know. Like nothing. I didn't I didn't think anything of it. Well, okay. I mean, his wife his wife, she you know, she she looked she didn't look her usual, you know, uh glamorous self. Really? Huh? Yeah. Oh, I thought she did look her usual glamorous. I no, mean, I'm I... saying like smiling. She wasn't like cheesing like she usually is. Usually she's ah, actually opposite for me too. I felt like she was definitely smiling. I felt like I feel like she at least made an effort to smile twice during that 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 particular moment they panned at them. By panning, huh? I mean the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt the opposite. I felt. Ugas didn't smile. I felt Ugas didn't give the traditional number one that boxers do, or the or the fist, or at least the exactly, you know, <laughs> the speed bag. Like he did absolutely nothing and mean mugged the camera. And I get it, you know. I try to put myself in situations, and I try to, you know, I'm a Gemini, so I have this wild imagination. I try to like believe what it is they're going through. So. I get it. He got robbed. You feel me? So maybe he's not trying to be the smiley face guy he used to be. But it rubbed me the wrong way. I ain't like that he mean mugged the camera. I just feel like he's becoming someone different. And I've watched it, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I feel like he's Believe in his own hype, so to speak. So I, I hope he can shine in that Keith Thurman fight, which I'm not picking him. I'm not picking him. Keith better beat him. Keith need to wake up, you know. It's been a long time since he's been one time, you know. Um, this is a good fight. My man's coming off of a broken orbital. He's got a long layoff. He already got five losses. This is essentially... Another Josecito Lopez. Essentially, this is another Josecito Lopez. Josecito had to have like six, six, six motherfucking losses at the time. You know what I mean? He lost to Canelo. He lost to Vedana. I mean, Lord, he lost to Jesse Vargas. This off the top too. I'm pretty low. I'm pretty sure he lost to that dude Virgil Hunter used to train. Damn, he like breeds bulldogs right now. What the fuck is his name? I can't think of it. It'll come to me one day. Can't think of it. Yeah, I mean, listen. Ugas was probably sitting there looking at his phone like, yo, I'm away from my house. The last yeah. time my house got violated. Checking his like, cameras. He checking his cameras yeah, and shit. Yeah, yo. Like, don't worry. He like, yo. And look, he probably like, y'all got the camera. I ain't even want these motherfuckers to no, know I'm, I'm here. Home. <laughs> <laughs> you terrible. <laughs> Y'all fucked it up for me. I got the, I left the TV on. I want like remember back in the day, oh, I left the TV on. I want motherfuckers to think I'm home. Yo, they that's funny. The that's funny. Shit. That's funny. Yeah, man. I hope he. I hope he. Uh, I hope that fight actually happens, man. Because we haven't heard nothing about the Laura and Danny fight. We ain't heard nothing about the Thurman and Ugas fight. Is I mean, what's up with with with, with Cobra and Rayo? Re, uh, I'm about to call that shit a remix, rematch. What happened to that? I mean, there's so much shit that they talked about that we ain't getting. I don't know what's going on. Budget, right? If they paying for Canelo and and Mel, 
I mean, you, you still need an undercard. You still need an undercard. Well, look, they just moved no need, though. They're going to be digging and scrapping. We ain't going to get fights in Minneapolis. Yeah. Everything that's supposed to be in Minneapolis and shit, they probably going to throw that on the undercard of this to kind of between that and then Thurman, excuse me, between that and then uh, Bud and, and Spence. They, they, you know what I mean? Yeah, but those fights are bringing in money, though. You know, Earl's going to bring in money with Bud. That's bringing in money. That's, they, they, you know, they're going to either make money and, 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 and break even, you know, not break even, but make money and, and cover old expenses or have, you know, extra money. Like, plus the Ryan Tank did money. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just coming off the back of that. That shit was like April, right? They, they got, you know, they doing good this year without a doubt. You know, numbers have to be up. I'm just saying, we we got a few fights that we've heard on the grapevine were coming that haven't come, like the Mendoza rematch. Yeah. We, we heard that was coming. Now, I hear nothing. I don't know. There's no announcement, you know. Um, again, the Wilder Ruiz, that's not confirmed. Like, how does Wilder sign a skill challenge? Usyk signs a skill challenge. Like, I thought the money was there. What's going on? You know? Money. I mean, I think that's what it is. And I, I know, you know, all of them events did good. But I think in order for these guys to get paid like they want to, um, you know, they probably need a little bit more. So maybe after uh, September, you know what I'm saying? Well, shit, maybe after, uh, you know, a couple weeks, you know, we'll have a better idea what's shaping out, what's left, you know what I'm saying, with those other fights as far as, you know, the rest of the calendar. So you spoke about uh-uh, what you want for Bumgarner next, which is Serrano or Taylor. Uh, what do you want for Andy next? I don't know. Um, I'll, help you, I'll help you uh, by giving you a small suggestion of what I think, like, I mean, one of my options would be keep following the Keyshawn Wright route and take Yigit next. Um, if you can't get a Yigit, I think Jonah Caro is a beautiful opponent. Yeah, UK guy. Yeah, I like Jonah yeah. Caro. He's a come forward dude. You know, he, he plays the part in the buildup. I think he's a southpaw. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, I mean, yeah. he could he could be forgotten at this point. No, nah, not bad. Not bad. Because, um, you again, thinking within the confines of what Matchroom can do or, you know, working with somebody that has an independent. Um, none of those are bad options. Uh, and this is, we're talking 135. Man, I, I don't know, man. Um. I don't know, to be honest with you. I'm drawing a blank because I I, I feel like Matchroom is thin at 135, you know? I, I don't know who, what they can do. Yeah, that's why I said a guy like Jonah, That's he's easy to get their services. Um, you think uh, they, they can get a Jermaine Ortiz or is he still locked in with uh, top rank? Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely with top rank. He signed the deal. They just announced that too. Not too long ago, but he did miss weight, so they might not be happy with him. But I, but they ain't gonna serve him up. Ain't nobody about to serve him up. They not about to. No one is sending they guy they invested in to go fight Andy. 
on another network. See, that's going to be a big problem because everybody going to feel like they're being served up. Like, who's going to fight them then? If the Jonah Carroll's of the world and, and, and the Tevin Farmers of the world and the who else? You know, the Romero Dunos, the the uh, Francisco Fonseca. Jojo Diaz. The Jojo Kid Diaz. Austin. Well, Jojo Jojo just re-signed with, 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 with uh, Golden Boy, so he's for sure getting Kid Austin. He's not going to be allowed to go to Matchroom. But he the is... He is with the zone, so it's a possibility. He is with the zone. It's a possibility. I just want to shout out my girl, Marilyn Paulino. What's up? I had no clue. I mean, I've been seeing your face there, but I'm like, you know how Twitter is. They just steal anybody's picture. But that's really you. She's uh, a lifelong boxing fan, obviously, and been around the sport forever in that New York City area. Takes amazing photos. I'm pretty sure you follow her, right, on Instagram? I'm pretty sure, but uh, I, I'm just amazed because, like, you know, it's sometimes I think to myself, like, how do people put up with my voice this long? <laughs> but, like, you've been listening. I've been noticing ever since I jo joined Twitter Spaces, she listens pretty much religiously, so that's dope. I didn't know you listened on Sundays, too, so appreciate it. No, because, listen, if you ain't listening, I'm not doing it, and then if I'm not doing it, I'm probably not gonna be as happy as I am. I love to talk about this shit, for real. So, you know, I appreciate everybody, especially people like her. She's in the sport, you know? She's taking pictures of all our favorite fighters, so not only does she know what she sees, she know what she hears. But, uh, yeah, Tevin is a nice fight. I think Tevin already fought on the zone and with Matchroom. That's doable. Mickey Bay, another great fight. I was scared fight. to say Mickey Bay. Yeah, you got to give him some old veterans. Um, who else? Lee Selby, you know? All these common opponents. Um, who else with Matchroom area? Um, I mean... The dude that the, 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 the Kid Austin fought, he hasn't been knocked out yet, just like Burgos. Um, Alberto Mercado, let's see what the Cuban does. Can he knock him out? I mean, there's a few fights out there for development. It all depends, though. Like, this dude leaked into 10-rounder with Burgos. Like, what does he want to do next? Is are they, are they really following Loma and doing it better? Like, is his next fight some sort of title shot? Which yeah, he really can't get. Sort of I mean, the belts are tied up. He really can't get one, but, you know. And he just picked up an IBF something strap. That's what I was going to say. Some sort of continental something or other. Well, he got yeah. one yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, but again, I, again I, a lot of fighters are going to feel offended. They're like, oh, why you want me to fight? Because, like, what do you want us to do? The kid went 10 and 0. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody's got to fight him, you know? And 135 is increasingly getting crowded, man. So, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. Somebody's got to fight him. Somebody's got to fight him. But I, I think whoever he fights, you know, they shouldn't be, you know, afraid of him. You know, they shouldn't be afraid of the Again, it's an opportunity. And they got to say, as good as he is, or as good as he was, you know, as an Olympian and an amateur's, you know, you're a professional, you know, and try to rely on that, you know, try to rely on that. Try to, you know, listen, they could put a playbook out of Orlando Salido. You know what I'm saying? You could say, yo, you ain't get that shit off for me. <laughs> that That's a good fight. 
Lamont Roach. Lamont Roach. He might already sparred him, though, because he's over there with Bozy. Roach is in that Maryland area. That's the little drive to Philly. Who knows if they've already, you know what I mean? But, all right, so we talked what's next for Andy. So you got to tell me what you want for Frank. Yo, um, that, you know, I mentioned a few names earlier, but get within the realm of, uh, you know, being realistic, I guess it's going to be, you know, um, the Edwin Dos Santos and, and whatever PBC has on that side, you know, um, uh, Giovanni Cabrera, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be those names of eventually, you know, you might want to consider him a, an opponent for, you know, Isak uh, Pitbull Cruz. Um, that probably may be his, his tank audition, you know, just to kind of keep, you know, the, the, the irons in the fire about that particular fight, you know. Uh, of course, he's not ready now, so we can throw all the Dev and the Shakur talk and all that, throw that out the window, and, and, and let's realistically say Giovanni Cabrera, Isak Cruz, or, um, you know, Edwin Dos Santos. And those are still three good fights. Again, putting them against a boxer in Dos Santos, that should be pretty helpful as far as grooming them for, um, you know, championship-level fights. And, and everything else is kind of just, you know, within the realm of control and decent opponents, you know? You know, Devin Haney received so much hate, um that when he fought Linares, Linares was old. But I'm going to I'm gonna recommend Linares. I think Linares, obviously, watching Art do what he did, Linares is a dangerous fight, maybe, for Frank. You know, he definitely is a puncher. He definitely could come forward. He's, a, he's fast. You know, he's got a great jab. Um, you know, he's just vulnerable, right? Like, everybody that beats Linares other than Haney knocked him out, or is that only Gamboa? I think that was Lenata's. Well, there you go. You know, um, maybe Frank knocks him out. But if Frank can't knock him out, that's a great boxing match. Like, Lenata's is still a great boxer. You know what I'm saying? But, again, he does have that weak chin where, you know, most people do stop him. But that would be is also Frank's, what, first former world champ. I, and, and, and Lenata's is out here trying to get a title shot. I mean, not a title shot, but trying to get a fight. So, you know, why not put him in there? That's a good fight. What about um, Nakatani? No. What has Nakatani done? <laughs> All he is is a habitual loser. <laughs> Fuck has he even gotten a win? <laughs> At least Linares is a former world champ. Whenever he was a world champ, he's a former. I mean, Nakatani ain't done nothing but get his ass beat on TV repetitively. I, I you know, I don't know. I don't know. Nah. Bring, nah. bring, bring, bring back. Um, and again, um, again, like, why, why put these guys? This is what I'm saying. These matchmakers are crazy. They must get these foreigners for so cheap. Like, why put my guy in there with a foreigner so he could not look good. I'd rather him not look good um, versus someone people know. Because at least it's forgivable. It's like, yeah, but at least he fought Devin Alexander. He a two-time champ. Like, 
fuck is you fighting Nakatani? What what we gonna say if Frank looks bad? It's like, damn, everybody beat Nakatani and Frank struggled. You can't do that. They don't fucking think these matchmakers, man. They ain't thinking. They not thinking. But whatever. But but why can we do that for Andy Cruz and not for Frank Martin? Because again, because Andy's still developing. Andy, you know. Anything for Andy, anybody, right? Like, Linares for Andy is like, whoa, this dude is fucking, he's, he's, he's really trying to show us he's that dude. Like, if he fight Linares next, I'm impressed. Andy is fucking leaps and bounds doing greater things than anyone in this sport since I've been following it. Just that, that's, that's his trajectory. If he takes a Linares next, who the fuck has done that? Yo, that would be mind blowing to me. What division is Miguel Mariaga in? Miguel Mariaga, yeah, he's in that thirty-five thirty. But all he do is lose. Who he beat? Has he beat somebody? Nah, nobody. I I feel like all he done is lost. I don't think he ever beat anybody. I was thinking for Andy. Again, that's a decent name because he's a name with other names, but like. I don't think he's ever won. I mean, you're going to fight Mariaga, you might as well fight Yigit. You feel me? Because Mariaga's a common opponent with, with Loma and I think Walters, a few people. But that's old news. Don't nobody remember that but us old heads. You need, you know, like you're trying to build Andy, you might as well put him out on a dude that he's already got a storyline with. So it's like keep piggybacking off of Keyshawn. If you ain't going to get a bigger name, because, you know, to get Lina, I think Linares is better than Yigit, a way better name, more value. Nah, for sure. If they can get Yigit, then again, that's that's an acceleration, you know. But, but will you think Yigit to take that fight? They offer him a big enough bag? Or, or will he say, Bruh, I'm not interested prospect? Come on, champ. You got to be just saying that, like, to, to like, I don't know for the show because Yigit, who who he signed to, how he gonna refuse a fight? That motherfucker gonna take that fight with with twelve days notice. What you mean? Like honestly, when's the last time Yigit fought? When's the last time someone wrote an article about Anthony Yigit? Nah, I mean, and I ain't, I'm not even out here. I'm not even out here trying to be disrespectful. I'm just being realistic. Like these dudes can't say no. Like I'm about to look up. Until you said that, I was in the process of looking up Ishmael Basurro to see when's the last time he actually fought at 35 because he's a dude that can't say no. You feel me? So it's like if 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 he fought at 35 three fights ago, they could offer him the Andy Cruz fight. He going to have to just make it because he ain't got nowhere to go. What you going to do? What you going to do? And he's already dealt with Matchroom. He fought Corolla like twice, I believe, this dude did. Yeah, he fought Corolla, Kevin Mitchell. That's all matchroom work. You feel me? So Barasurro last time at 35 was actually in 2018, which is a long time ago. He might not be able to make that no more. He is a little bit old. But maybe Andy could take this fight above that weight just to show what he got. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep flying up the ranks. Because this is an old dude he should be able to beat. You know what I'm saying? And and he's coming off the Roley fight, so people will be impressed that he did it way better than Roley. Um, but again, Yigit, look, Yigit, 
just got a win in a four-round fight at the Quality Hotel. You see what I'm saying? Like, these are dudes that cannot say no. They got to say yes. <laughs> he got a fight at the Quality Hotel, and this flag looks like from Sweden. My man fought in Sweden at Malamo at the Quality Hotel. This is what I'm saying. And a four-rounder. You know he paid for that himself, too, him and his, him and his peoples. Him and his peoples, man. They're like, yo, we got to get you on the win column. You know what I'm saying? So somebody could call you again. Because that's how it is. A baker, an oyster farmer. Yeah, I don't know any other 35 pounders. Nothing's coming in their mind right now. You know your man Sandor Martin got a knockout yesterday. I, I stood away from the fight, but my betting group, my peoples knew he was going to get a knockout. That's so crazy. I'm like, what? Martin ain't no... He's like, bro, he getting a knockout. And he got the knockout. That guy's forever playing the, uh, the upsetter. Nah, Trav is... I know you talking about Sandor Martin being the upsetter, but my man Trav, he ain't no joke. He ain't no joke. Shout out to Trav in Texas. That motherfucker is, is good at betting. <laughs> Mercito Gesta, that's a great name. And he coming off of that JoJo win. Oh, my God. I, that would be... I would be impressed Andy take that fight. What? Yeah. Definitely. I would be impressed. He take that fight? Man, I'm impressed already, man. Ain't nobody doing what Andy Cruz doing. I can't wait to see what Matchroom do next. I, I, I swear. I hope they don't... See, I just hope they don't do a sidestep. See, Martin did a sidestep really hurt him because not only was it a dude we didn't know a dude that wasn't better than his last opponent because michelle was better than this michelle was more known than this now you take the sidestep to this dude we don't know and some people think it's not a good performance i thought he did fine i put money on you champ we we chilling you know i'm we i loved your defense i you know i did a live fight chat you can hear me you know, praising the way you fought. But others think it was him, quote-unquote, edging it out, squeaking it out, you know? So you just better off fighting a name. So when that happens, it's at least versus a name. Like, I mean, yeah, he looked he looked like that. He got caught in the end of the fight because it's Charles Martin, he's a former world champ. That's why he got caught. Not Jerry Forrest. You feel me? When he got caught with Forrest, it's like, damn, he a journeyman. Oh, he lost eight times. You, you, you got hit by a former world champ one time. Okay, so what? It's different. It's different when it's a name. But anyway, we're going to open up the phone lines. We done talking. Unless you got anything you want to say that you felt we haven't mentioned? Nah, I think we covered everything, man. Let's let the people call in and give us their opinion and give us their feedback from what happened. Word. Um, I guess that's not a bad name, but that's exactly. a tough fight, and that's a top rank fight. I think he's trying to say Robinson Gunciao that Shakur fought. I don't oh, know yeah, how they. I don't know how they make that fight. That's too tough. Uh, that's top ranks fighter. He's a he's a he's an Olympian from Brazil. They're not just gonna yeah, send that's up. A tough they're not just gonna send up, but that's what I'm saying. Like they, these guys don't think they're not just gonna like I paid for an Olympian. And now, because he lost once, I'm going to just send him to, to match room to finish finishing him off? 
I make no money like that. They crazy. Uh, but anyway, let me open this up. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Okay, I'm a little lost here. But we're going to get it right. There we go. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Let me get to these super chats before I get to the callers. We last stopped off at C Shigs. We got boxing with a two dollar super chat he says, I'ma rewatch the Bumgarner fight before I go to bed tonight. You little horn dog. We got Manuel LG, $5 Super Chat, says, Salute, champ. I bet the Andy Cruz fight to go the distance. So did we. Salute to you. But you remember, so you should know that. We got Leonard Sterling, two pounds, Super Chat. He says, what about Artem for Cruz next? That would be very, very impressive. Honestly. It would be a different version. Artem's face is broken now. It's got to heal. So maybe not next because we don't want to slow down, Andy. You know, Matchroom puts on a lot of shows. They could keep them busy. Look how they did Pacheco. They developed Pacheco and Raymond Ford so nicely because they have so many shows. I don't think I want to see them wait, but that is a good fight if they can make it in the future. We got boxing. $2 Super Chase says, Ness, where's Lady Sean? Uh, I mean, would know he had his shirt on the other day. We got Eric Cruz, $5 Super Chase says, what did Mike Tyson tell Chris Hemingsworth after they worked out at the gym? You're going to be Thor tomorrow. Love, TBV. All right. All right. You get it? No. With the, with the list, you're going to be tomorrow. Oh, like <laughs> not sore, Thor. Ah, that's so funny. You guys are terrible. Um, we're going out to the phone lines. I got Big Boss Nino. Yo, Ness, I mean, you can hear me? Perfect. Crispy. Yeah, man, it was uh, so many fights on yesterday. Try to make this shit a little quick. I'll start with uh, Cruz, dog. I ain't like how Keyshawn... That's what I be saying about Keyshawn, dog. Boy be having them Twitter fingers and shit too much, shaking his head and shit like that about Andy. That nigga Andy had a great performance for his uh, first one, man, coming over here, jumping in a 10-rounder with a respectable opponent. Ain't like I expected him to lose or anything like that, but uh, dude ain't never been stopped before, and he did what he had to do. I just wanted to see what his power looked like. I don't think he gonna have no extreme knockout power or anything like that, but Shit, you ain't got to knock everybody out to win no fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but you know this dude's never been knocked out. This dude's been in there with, with bigger punches, proven punches like like. Yeah, Mikey. I already know all that. Yeah, I already know all that. That's why I said I was just trying to see what his punches look like. But uh, even with him hitting dude, I, ain't, I don't think his power is just too crazy, in my opinion. But then again, it's just one fight. I ain't never watched all his amateur shit. But uh, he looked great to me, dog. So uh, I don't think anybody should say anything negative about him. Like, he uh, he showed some little flaws, but you know what I'm saying? It's his first time. But I gave him an A+. Plus, and uh, I ain't even watched the Showtime shit till Frank Carr came on. But uh, speaking on Alicia, 
I don't see. I see why she trying to do Serrano because that would be probably her biggest pay. I think that would be her biggest payday unless she want to uh, give Michaela another fight. But I don't, I don't even think she want to do that. To be honest, I'm not saying I think she'll lose, but she well, just Mikayla be beefing with up. old girl. Michaela moved up to forty. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you don't think she'll move back down if she she tried to get a rematch? Oh, you only listen to the show on Twitter. You ain't see the picture we shared of Michaela. Nah, I ain't see it. My bad. I ain't oh, see nah. it. Oh, nah. You got to check her Twitter. Nah, man. She 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 posted a picture backside and was like, a uh, caption was something like, uh, you know, I'm a big girl or something like that. So, I don't know. Something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. I understood. I understood. Well, shit. Yeah, I see why she uh, called out Serrano. But with Serrano, though, after her last fight, I, I wouldn't even pick her over uh, Alicia, dog. Not unless she could just put her foot on the gas and bring back some shit, but I don't even see her beating her, dog. I think Alicia just piece her up the whole fight. And uh, I think they need to go to three-minute rounds, dog. Every time I look down and look back up, it's like 50 seconds left in the round. I don't like that shit about women's. Word. And, um, I mean, it's good yeah, when you dog, bet about in the distance, though. Them rounds go quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. And uh, about Frank, dog. Man, everybody killing my boy, man, off that performance yesterday. And uh, I ain't even never seen dude before, so I ain't I ain't as tough on Frank as some people is. But I think it was a good fight to about the seventh, eighth round. And then, shit, Frank took it over from there. And you feel me? Like, I feel people just hard on him, dog. Like, they don't, he don't never get the respect I feel like he should get, dog. I feel like if it was... Shakur or Tank or anything. It, like Tank, for example, with Barrios, dog. He had a good-ass fight with Barrios, knocked him down in, like, the seventh, stopped him in about, like, the 10th or the 11th, and everybody hyped him up. And Frank damn near did the same thing yesterday. Nah, Basically, nah, almost. Nah, nah, damn nah. near. Damn near is not what the you same. Mean? Like, first nah, of all, nah, Tank. Nah, I understand Nino's point because I said the same thing. Yeah, earlier. that's what I ain't, I ain't saying it wasn't. I ain't saying it was the exact same, but I'm saying, like, he damn near got the stoppage in the 12th. Boy, just yeah, started but, running for but his Tank, But Tank had Barrios doing flips in the ring, bro. Y'all tripping. Nino, nah, but I'm. I know. about being down. Go ahead, Nino. Yeah, yeah, man. That's I wasn't saying it was like the same type of performance. I was just saying, bro, like Tank got the stoppage, of course. But uh, I was saying, like, if that fight would have went to the cards, I felt like people would have been like, oh, bro, you seen how Tank came back at the end? Woo -doo -woo -woo. But it's like with Frank, they, they saying, like, I've been hearing people say he closer to Keyshawn and shit like that. And I just be like, damn, dog, the nigga like 30 years old. He started late. And shit, I feel like he did good yesterday. Like, I ain't never seen old boy. So if I seen old boy and I was like, oh, he trash, I'd be like, yeah, Frank was on some bullshit yesterday. He should have got a stoppage. But it's like, how am I say he was supposed to get a stoppage against a motherfucker I ain't never seen before? You know what I'm saying? Just because I ain't seen him don't mean dude trash. So that's why I, that's my only pushback to it. And uh, even with Shakur and Tank and all them shits, man, them niggas not finna fight Nets no way. So it's like, I don't even know why motherfuckers be talking about that. I think with Frank, possibly his Nets fight might be De La Santos. Me and a lot of the homies been saying that the last couple of days. Well, like since yesterday. Well, yesterday. But um, that's really the only fight I see over there for him. Because it's like Shakur on the other side of the street. Loma over there. He don't bring enough money to make that fight happen. And I don't see Tank fucking with him. Like, I think Tank gonna go after, like, Pitbull, maybe Haney, but I see Tank doing the Pitbull rematch. 
And from there, it's like, nigga, who else we got? Like, Zapata? Nah, Zapata ain't finna fight nobody. So it's like, bro, what else we got? You know what I'm saying? It's like really only De La Santos, in my opinion. So I think if he uh, get past De La Santos, people still ain't going to give him credit because they're going to be like, who the fuck did De La Santos be? He ain't beat no champion or anything like that. And if he beat Keyshawn, they're going to be like, oh, the nigga's still young. He, You feel me? It, it ain't no winning in his boxing shit, bro. It's like you just got to take it for what it is. It's like that boost performance, dog, against Karen. Niggas kill you. You have a good performance, then they all back on you. So it's, it was, it's just a lot of up and down shit in this boxing shit, man. It's just whatever you do, your last performance. And uh, If he have a good performance next time, they'll be back on him. But I ain't off the bandwagon yet, dog. I still want to see him against some top guys. And I ain't finna kill him about that performance yesterday. But that's all I got, man. Y'all hit that like and subscribe button. I'm gonna keep listening in. Alright. Thanks for calling in, champ. That's what I'm saying, man. He saw what I saw when you talking about digging deep, showing resiliency. When you down, you know what I'm saying? You gotta dig deep and pull it out. Pause. And that's what Frank Martin did. So I'm glad that Nino was an astute boxing fan and he was wise enough to see that. Thank you, Nino. All right, all right. Uh, I got David Maldonado, New York City. What up? Yo, today I see we got today's show is called The Cuban Voice, and then we got Amin up there, so that means we got the woman's voice because Amin is the voice of women's boxing, man. Big shout-out to my own girl, Jessica McCaskill. Nobody want no smoke with her. That's my little crush on the low. Um, As far as Andy Cruz, I would like to see Andy Cruz fight um, Lenares is a good fight for Andy Cruz. Lenares, Pitbull Cruz. What? Um, what's the guy's name? Funny. Pitbull Cruz. What? Why not? Lomachenko would have done it. Lomachenko forced Salido in the second fight. Bro, right? bro, Fuck what me. world you live in? What world you live in? Pitbull's on the Earl Spence pay per view. They just gonna go ahead and send him to fight Andy oh, yeah, on yeah, Matchroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah, gotta I, I wake know about up. That one. So forget about Pitbull Cruz. You can give him Lenares. Or you can give him the African kid that fought against Ryan, Gar- not Ryan Garcia, the one that fought Shakur Stevens and Nakatelia. Serve him up to Andy Cruz. As far as Frank Martin goes, I'm not going to write him off, man. A lot of boxing fans, they have a bad habit of just because you see a fighter have a performance that's not vintage, right away you want to say he's not good, he's not overrated. I've seen this movie before. The same way people are talking crazy about Regis Progress. Not that long ago, we just progressed with the boogeyman at 140. You know, people have to learn. Look what happened with Lomachenko. They thought he was done against Jermaine Ortiz. He turned around and got damn near the whole world thinking he'd beat Devin Haney. See, if Fimo, they say he should be in the straitjacket. He just probably ended Josh Taylor's career. You know, boxing is like that. Sometimes we see guys have a performance that's not, that's not all that, and people write them off. Look at Boots Ennis. Boots Ennis, people were saying that he was overrated against Karen. And now Boots Ennis is looking like the second coming of Felix Trinidad with more special effects. You know what I'm saying? So I think Frank Martin is still a good fighter. Um, I still want to see him fight somebody good. Maybe he could fight De Los Santos. And as far as Chris Colbert, I did hear that Chris Colbert is going to have a rematch with, with Villanueva. They should put that on somebody's undercard. And uh, what else I'm looking forward to? Keith Thurman against Ugas. That would be, be a good fight. So the, the, the winner of that fight, they could serve with the boots. And then we got Danny Garcia, another one. My guy Danny Garcia is going to shock the world 
where he beats every Randy Laurel August 8th. Brooklyn, New York, the Barclays Center. I know you know about that. August right? 8th. You really yeah, think they're going to announce that fight in less than 30 days, bro? You're tripping. That shit ain't <laughs> happening. I got faith, yo. PBC, I ain't going to lie to you, but PBC, boxing in general, bro, we're getting a lot of fights. 2023 might be probably the best year ever in boxing. After 2017, 2023, we getting so many fights. We got Canelo versus Charlo. Everybody hanging on that fight, bro. People try to tell me that this is the same as Tank versus Leo or, or Kel Brook versus Triple G. This is not the same. Because unlike those other guys, Charlo is the man in his division. Charlo's wrecking shit, you know what I'm saying? He's wrecking shit. And Charlo and Canelo, they, they both started at 154. This is not the same as the other guys. A lot of people don't know about boxing. If we give Aaron Pryor all the credit in the world for beating up little Alexis Aguayo, who moved up, who was also wrecking shit, we got to give Canelo credit for fighting little Charlo. Straight up. And, that, and just like I told you, Ness, you try to discredit Bivol's win over Canelo. No, that's a great win for Bivol, too, because Canelo proved the fact Bro, Canelo what are you was a talking champion. About? Ain't, nobody, ain't nobody discredited that win. How you, why you be lying? No, you tried to know one time. You compared that to Mikey and Earl Spence one time, bro. Bro, That's it is. It is. It is. It's a bigger man beating a the dude smaller from by two divisions. How is not the same? Because Canelo been the champion in that division before. That's why Canelo won a belt at 175. He knocked out Kovalev. He wasn't unifying. He wasn't unifying. He went. He was not unifying. He went back down. It's not the same. Yeah, he did go back down. No, he did go back down, but he still gets credit for it. He's not like, you know, Canelo's still a proven fighter with that division. He beat somebody in that division, knocked him out, flatlined him. So you got to give him credit for that. You know, that's not Canelo at his best, but you still got to give him credit. Even Earl being Mikey Garcia, I, I give Earl credit for that because going into that fight, Mikey Garcia was also wrecking shit. He was being Adrian Broner. He was being bigger guys like Lippinets. And going into that fight, I at least, me personally, I gave Mikey somewhat of a puncher's chance. I said if Mikey's power can carry up, he might be able to pull it off. See, with Leo Santa Cruz, it was different. Leo Santa Cruz didn't have absolutely not one advantage going into that fight. The only advantage we gave him was if Tank happened to not make weight. Other than that, Leo Santa Cruz had no physical advantages against Tank at all. So that's why, same thing with Kell Brook against Triple G. Same thing with Canelo and Khan. It's not the same. Charlo, if Canelo beats Charlo, is the same thing as, well, not the same as um, Bibble being Canelo because Charlo never fought at 168, but Canelo's definitely going to get credit for that fight. Definitely going to get credit for that. Just like Stephen Fulton. If he beats Anui, Stephen Fulton got to get credit for that too. Even though Anui never fought in that weight class, man. Anyway, man, that's my call, man. I got to get back. All right, champ. Salute, family. Fats, what up? In the building. Yo. Yo. Fats, what, what up? What it do, what it do, Ness? What it do, man? Cool and cool. Yeah, man, I ain't get to check to see um Bum going to fight, man. I'm mad as shit. Well, I, I ain't too mad because I don't really be... For some reason, I don't really be hyped to go rush to the screen and see women beat up on each other. That's just me, but and then she fine as can be, but 
I'm gonna just have to catch the highlights on that one. But I saw that she won and shit. That's good. I think she'd be a good face for women boxing because she definitely can sell. But um, the Frank Martin fight, yo, yo. I mean, people, people making it seem like just because they ain't no dude that he just a bum and Frank was just supposed to walk over. And he was a big favorite as far as, like, on that bet and shit. I saw that. But when you look at it, like, dude was doing a lot of good head movement. He was, he was putting some punches together, mixing it up. His timing, he had good timing. So he was throwing Frank off, it looked like, a little bit. but And he was taking Frank jab away. Like, people don't understand that, like, Yo was yo he he was doing a good fight. Like going into the tenth round, I had all up six to three. I was sitting telling my girl, I said, Oh my god, if Frank don't get these next three rounds and get a knockdown, he is either gonna be a draw or he edged the fight out, but he gotta do it. And the fact that he did it, man, like that show that show a lot about him as a fighter. Like, yeah, yo, he might have started late and shit like that, but for him to start late and all that, and be able to dig deep, and he showed championship medal right there to me, like, I would like to see him in the title shot, I'd like to see him against, you know, probably real, if we want to be realistic, you know, maybe he's a paid, I would like to see him in there with Tank, but I want to see Tank fight Devin, like, that's it, like, ain't no need for you to fight no lower level people, so I think, I think Frank, I think Frank getting up there, man, I think Frank ready, people talking about Frank ain't ready, I think he good, man. I think this was a good career building fight for him because the fight was exciting. I liked it, the fight. I was like, oh, this was a this was a nail biter for real. You feel me? Like, dude, dude was mixing it up and kind of had Frank thinking that shit. So, I think that was a good fight for him as far as moving forward. What y'all think? Yeah, I liked it, man. I was in, you know, it's 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 shout out to Art because. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. And I'm like, yeah. I think it was you that said or the last caller, like, I can't pick Frank by knockout if I never seen Artem. So I picked Frank to win because I figured he going to get the win because he's yeah. supposed to get the win. But I, I don't know what Artem bring to the table. So when he came out from the opening bell on that front foot, aggressive, I was excited. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this guy came to fucking fight. Yeah, and he... He hit Frank. He hit Frank with a clean ass uh, uppercut to the body. It kind of hurt Frank a little bit. He bent over and like smiled a little bit. I was like, "Yeah, he caught you with a good one right there, boy." Like he came to fight, man. That was that. That was a good fight. So I think Autumn. I don't, I don't see him being no champion or nothing, but I think he'd be a good fight and a good out for anybody at that weight class. Um, and my boy Nino, my boy Nino hit it on the head, man. I be liking his calls sometimes and shit. Most of the time and shit. Uh, the Andy Cruz shit. I mean, Keyshawn, Keyshawn, bro. Them dudes, some keyboard killers over there, man. Like, man, stop talking. Y'all want to keep on talking and shit. Like, Keyshawn, you don't need to make this dude bigger than probably what you think he is or what he is. Like, dude 26 just turning pro, man. Like, dudes that start late like that just turning pro, I mean, I don't really think they really going to be too much or not. He got skills. He got skills, but... You know, these dudes got to stop talking and fight somebody. Autumn, you know, for real, for real, Autumn was better than Juntal from Rush Hour that Shakur fought. We, we want to be real. Like, come on, man. Like, these dudes, that wasn't, I, don't, I ain't going to say Frank was off. I think it was good that Frank, 
left himself room for improvement. He he was humble and shit. Yeah, you know I mean, like you do got shit to work on, but I think he should continue to be a pressure fighter because he got a good inside game, man. Keep keep on building on that, and I'm looking forward to his next fight. Appreciate the call. All right, I got. You got that? Yeah, yeah, Two go for it. Fat said, uh, Zapata, we forgot about Zapata as an opponent for Martin. I like that. What's Zapata? William Zapata. Man, you know that shit ain't happening. My man literally went to Zapata fight, asked him for a fight. They said they liked the way he approached him. It's across the streets. William Zapata's with Golden Boy. I can't even believe I got to tell y'all. Y'all grown ass men don't want to believe the truth. Yo, what? man. Who is Zapata for? Let's see. Tell me who he fought that isn't on his side of the street. Like, why y'all believe this shit? <laughs> because every now and again, once you Oscar get you fattened up over there, he, he put you out, you know what I mean? And, and make you work for William Cepeda will not be fighting Frank Martin anytime soon. I'm just, I'm just, again, it's business, man. Like, even, even corporation dealerships, right? They're still individually owned, right? So, like, I could open up a Chrysler dealership. Yes, I have the Chrysler name. Don't mean I can call for Amin's inventory in his Chrysler dealership. Like, yo, I got this lady sim right here looking for that vet you got. Like, yeah, you really about to give me your vet. Come on, man. Stop thinking this shit. It don't happen in no business. Like, when is Pepsi and Coca-Cola done a commercial together? Nah, but look. look Y'all crazy, on, on, man. It's fucking hilarious. What, is it ever like, yo, I bet I got, she want this, this blue minivan? No, like, I can, no, no, you can never call another dealership unless somehow, unless, no, unless somehow that, that, that dealership is like, you know, owned by the same person. Or by the same LLC, but I can never call a Chrysler in in Jersey asking for they man. They gonna look at me like I'm stupid. Don't matter what sales rep, how many cars I sold, like they paid for that. They gotta sell that. They gotta owe a bottom line. Like those num, they pay for those cars. So when they do taxes, they spend X amount of dollars to buy inventory. And made X amount of that. They just gonna send that car to you so you can make the profit. Cause you got a lady over there that's dying for a Corvette. Y'all funny as hell. Y'all funny as hell. <laughs> and then they laugh at me like, Ness, what you talking about? It's like, bro, this is business. I'm not about to let you come up off me. Like Leonard tells y'all the truth every day. Eddie is just talking. Look, all that shit. Andre came to PBC. All them alleged offers and all that, oh, Tarlo, seven million, and yada, 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 yada. Where the fuck is Andre? PBC. PBC, he had to go to PBC. It didn't matter what Eddie was said he was offering, what Eddie really offered. You had to get away from Eddie and come without him in order to fight on this side. That's just, these motherfuckers is playing chess. We talking about the biggest fight in, in boxing in two weeks, and it only happened when Crawford left. He had to leave. 
These dudes, I'm not giving you no money. Look at look at Ryan. Ryan had to put his foot down and say, I'm only fighting Tank next and take the worst contract next to Devin Haney's. Like, bro, this, like, it, this shit is not normal. Like, Pepsi and Coca-Cola don't get down. That shit... And even when, when, when Showtime and DAZN got down, remember, Showtime was lead broadcaster. PBC was lead promoter. Golden Boy was not involved. They banner wasn't on nothing. And, and DAZN could only offer the pay-per-view. That's it. Like, man, you kidding me? Business is crazy. They, they, I'm, they not helping nobody come up. That's why I mentioned, you know, Free agents or people with Salida, people with Lou DeBella, you know, people with, with, with MVP promotions, um, things like that that, that, that that are feasible, feasible, things that could actually happen, man, you know. Any free agents, Linares is a free agent, you know, Tevin Farmer, Mickey Bay, all them free agents, man. You know, what, what's, what's Francisco Vargas doing these days, right? He got knocked out to Rayo. He made Rayo popular. If it wasn't for that knockout, where would Rayo be? Or am I thinking of the right person? Was it Rayo or Pitbull that knocked out? No, no, it was Rayo. Well, there you go. You know, bring him around the corner for Andy. Dust him off. But I got Stefan, what up? You gotta unmute, champ. Champ! Can't talk, you busy? General Camino. Yo, Ness, I mean, what's good? What up? Yo, yo. Calling, bro. Calling. We had a good night of fights last night. I ain't going to stunt that Frank Martin fighting PBC. They late with it, man. The East Coast be suffering. I damn near fell asleep watching his fight. but Word. You ain't lying, bro. <laughs> Being on the East is a problem for this boxing shit. Starting cards at 10 and 10.30, that's not even fair. That's very crazy. Yeah, they, I got lucky uh, I took a nap before the fights. That's what happened. Yeah, but who do it well? Dazzin do it well. They had a good card. Shit started at 8. I think Alicia was banging out by about, say, like 10, 15, yep. 10, 30, somewhere around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had their situation nice. But, um, yeah, the Frank Martin fight. Artem, they got to keep him around, bro. They they found a little, a little European that could really get the job done, you know. He went in there and gave Frank a good fight. You know, I felt like the first, the first couple, the first, say, like four to five rounds, he was very heavy on that front foot. It didn't look like he was, you know, tired. But by round, by the end of, say, like round four going into round five, you know, he kind of let up. You know, you could see him getting tired. And then from there, you know, Frank began his little push, his push to victory. But what I will say is another person who fought well last night on that front foot that showed that they was conditioned was that dude that fought, was it O'Quinn on the uh, bomb gutter uh, undercard? That yeah. dude, he fought. He fought pretty well on the front foot. I mean, after a couple rounds on the front foot, he was he was in, on his stool. He wasn't even breathing heavy. So, you know, shout out to him. I thought he uh, fought a good fight. He ended up losing, but, you know, that's how boxing go. Um, what else? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. He was good. I like the way he was fighting. He looked like he was ready to bang out last night. He did a he did a good job. I wish he got the win. He deserved that shit. But you know, boxing is what it is. Um, what else we had last night? Um, shit, we had a whole bunch of shit. The bomb got her fight. I thought that was a good fight. I don't know if Tony Harrison is ready for trainer of the year just yet. I think he. Needs I mean, he fight. undisputed he a champ. Why not? He undisputed a champ. Explain that. Did he under when did he undisputed? I mean, he uh, got he had her when he had when she beat Terry Harper, so he's had her for all those fights. And, and, and look, this is why I say it. But I'm look, saying, like, trainer of the year, you got to go by the year. You feel me? So, like, I understand she had a great career with him, but trainer of the year, you got to go the year that you given the award. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. It would be better if he got another fighter and then he could kind of add something on to that for a, a given year. I mean, as far as being a great trainer for Alicia for her entire career, he's done a great job. But I'm trying to think of which year you could give him trainer of the year. You feel me? It can't really be this year. I mean, I don't think that win last night was really enough. Well, you know what, though? Think about it like this. He took her to Undisputed and then avenged the only loss on her career that she got when he wasn't around. So he basically put his arm around a little homie and said, yo, we'll point him out. Which one hit you? Remember back in the day? Which one hit you? Point him out. And then, boom. And then, like, yo, that's that's worthy. I feel you. That's my time, though. I definitely want to say uh, Frank Martin, he need to get, like, an Isaac Cruz or somebody, Andy Cruz. Get him either uh, a Fortuna or a Linares. He game time. He ready to go. I wish I saw I like a little Fortuna. bit. I like Fortuna. I like Fortuna. That's a good call. Stefan, what up? I like the Fortuna pick. My boy need a fight. Shout out to Fortuna was willing to pick me up at the airport in DR. Fucking love this show. Stefan, what up? You got that TV on? I heard Jimmy Lennon Jr. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, re-watching the Frank Martin fight from last night. Nice. So, yeah, I basically had to try and keep up with, with about 15 hours of boxing uh, that was that was showcased last night. Um, and the Frank Martin fight, I mean, basically, I, I don't... I had it around about 9-3 to Martin, uh, which does seem wide, does seem big. Uh, but I feel that I don't know whether it's a, it's a thing where people that were expecting more from Martin and they were surprised at uh, how how Italian was was coping, and I think people were giving credit for how the German was actually performing, you know, above their expectations rather than what he was actually doing in the three minutes. So. I think the reality is Martin didn't do anything particularly wrong. I think he pretty, he pretty much bossed the fight. He he clearly dropped a couple of rounds, two or three rounds, but he was he was working for every minute, for every second of every minute, and uh, it's, it's it's no big deal really. I just think that there's too many eyes on there's too many eyes almost on boxing. Uh, there's too much criticism on non-fighters who are coming through. There's so many networks 
this uh, and 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 it's uh, you know he's he's main event in a card where maybe a decade ago, twenty years ago he would have been he wouldn't have been he would have just been sort of still learning his trade. So I don't think that I don't think that anyone needs to uh, get too over the top about whether Frank Martin's good enough or not good enough. I think that you know time will tell. He hasn't done anything wrong. Let's put it that way. I feel the same, man. I think it was a great performance. You know, yeah. He 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 had to deal with a, a style that you know he wasn't uh, that he didn't know. Like you know, he said he couldn't even find tape sure. on this guy. Yeah, I mean David Avanyasen, who fought didn't he didn't he beat Shane Mosley? Was it Shane Mosley's last fight? David Avanyasen? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and then Josh Kelly, who lost to David Avignesson, uh a year and a half ago, he fought last night. Josh Kelly and called out in the UK. Fighters. Yeah, well, this is what I'm saying. You've got domestic, as in British level or, or or whatever nationality they are, and then you've got European level, like on the continent, yeah, and then you've got fringe world class. You know, and then you've got world class, and then you've got, I suppose, you know, the best, the elite. And Avin Yassin, he took he took Josh Kelly apart. Uh, you know, he he, he 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 assessed the situation. He took him apart. This was about a year and a half ago. But we all see what Terence Crawford did to Devin Avin Yassin, uh back in was it December. And it's yeah, it's all about levels. You know the old cliche. It is about levels. I think that uh, Harutunian and Martin, it was just about levels. There's nothing wrong with the German. Uh, he, he was he was he's been main eventing over in Hamburg on like the Universum shows in their big arenas, and he is a bronze medalist from the 2016 Olympics. You know, so he's a selling point. It's a commodity. You know, it's a commercial. But he's 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 a com- he, he's a commodity. And he and and the fact that he was he was in a fight with Frank Martin, you know, in Las Vegas, uh, yeah, for for me was 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 a testament to where both fighters are in their careers. It's just there's a lot of people who only expect one thing, you know, from Bob Martin, and 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 it's a big world out there, and there's like nearly twenty five thousand professional boxers on this planet. Champ, that's your time, but. I'm with you again. You know, Martin looked good to me. Nothing wrong with a little adversity. Majid, Ohio, what up? What up, man? Y'all can hear me? Perfect. Um, Everybody needs to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon on for something. Uh, shit, I guess I'll start off by saying a uh, shout-out to Andy Cruz and... um. Motherfucking Frank Martin and shit, you know, in their victories. Um, I'm hearing some calls where people are talking about, oh, why they talking shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, no dog in a fight. I'm like, we just got to remember storyline. They've been on Twitter back and forth. You had Frank Martin, you know, uh, a while ago, you know, talking about fighting Shakur and uh, Keyshawn, you know, they could beat him, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, and uh, Andy Cruz, they had Andy Cruz before he even fought, saying he'd beat uh, Keyshawn in the first fight. So they got to realize that these niggas going to talk shit just for the fact that talking, been talking way before these fights were signed. So 
you know, um, I feel like with that Frank Martin, we seen that, you know, an educated boxer, they'd be able to find some gaps, but he's going to stay strong, you know, all throughout the fight. Well, shit, get stronger. You know, like they said, he got his first eye collected. You know, shout out to the camp. I hope, man, that someday either niggas cross the street or people, you know, just make these fights one way or another. We got a good-ass year to box it, so... The more good names in boxing that contribute to this shit, just make it better for the fans and have them ready to spend that bread. So uh, shout out to you, Ness, for keep on covering this shit day in and day out and enjoy this shit and letting us have our voice and our opinion, unlike other people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody get those likes up and subscribe, man, so we can go back and forth some more. That's all I got, man. Appreciate you, champ. Appreciate you. Uh, we got Mad Bent 100, Kansas City. What it do? Long time, long time, long time. Let me cut my throat. <clears throat> Was good. Yeah, um, Alicia did. Alicia did great, great, great. Excuse me. <clears throat> In my opinion, she showed improvement from the last fight, and I don't think any of the girls that she mentioned can compete with her. Katie... You know, Katie's head to say it, but she look like she's on the back end. Um, Cameron, she's one-dimensional. And Serrano looks like she's on the back end as well. She's fighting on Heather Heath, Heather Hardy, and Heather looks like she needs to retire. I follow her on Instagram. I'm like, man, she looks shocked when she's training. But that's my opinion. Um, Frank Martin, I think he did great. He showed our uh, defense. I was impressed with his defense, his movement. Um, I just wish that he would do more punches to make it more convincing. But the German is from Pedigree. He's a gold medalist, a bronze medalist, and undefeated. And he came with purpose, right? He did not come to lose. He's like, I'm going to fight and do whatever. But, you know, Frank Martin at the end of the day got a W. And I think he's ready for all the guys that he said that he wants to fight. I think he's ready for all the guys that he said that he wants to fight. I just think if he ever fights Tank, he's going to get Tank well and go to sleep. You know how that goes. Um, at least I need to put her left hand up. She got hit with too many right hands. I didn't like that. But she's very skillful. Um, I'm not going to repeat and say what other people have already said. Um, Tank is free. Uh, Charlotte beats Canelo. Cool boy is going to take care of anyway in his hometown. He's going to um, chop stick him up and slay the monster. And a uh, great show, man. Love the boxing voice. Peace. That's my call. All right. Kansas City. And this is South Carolina. I got to check. I mean, North, I think. But if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to smash that thumbs up. It's going to help with the visibility. If you are a podcast listener and you're listening to this, it doesn't matter now, future, past, present, and you have identified that you're a podcast listener, we need you to go ahead and drop us a five-star review as well on iTunes or whatever respective platform you're listening to. Gotta help us stay number one. Burl City E, what up? 
What's good? What's good? Chilling. Yeah, yeah, man. I can't lie, man. I, I, I'm proud people calling in with sense today, man. I, like, I ain't saw nothing wrong with that hard, tough fight last night. I mean, hell, I, I didn't even know shit about um, what's his name? Artine? I mean, I ain't knew nothing about this guy. But I learned a lot about his ass last night. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, his footwork was top of the line, man. Like, you see those European, those like uh, Olympic-style European boxes, man, the motherfuckers can move, man. You saw Karen give boots problem. Sandor give, uh, Sandor Martin give, uh, what you call it, T.O. problems. And, you know, I guess it was Frank Knight to get his, to get his piece of the medicine, man, but. It wasn't really. I ain't thought it was that bad a uh, performance to me. He came on. I think he should have fought, followed directions a little better. Uh, I ain't never seen uh, Derek James that animated in the corner except for uh, the first Castano one <laughs> with Jamel. <laughs> he was a little hyped last night. He was like, man, you got to step it up, man. Step it up. <laughs> mm. Step your shit up, man. Hey, I, I like that though, cause you need that in your corner. You saw it. You saw how Frank responded. He came out fire. So you know, I, I I like that. But uh, next fight, next fight. I mean, I don't know nothing about him. I was looking, just looking at uh, the guy Abdulev or whatever his name is. You know who I'm talking about? Abdulayev. Yeah. I mean, but what you think about that fight, nigga? I feel like you need to fight somebody, you know, fifth top fifteen and down. You know what I mean? Just keep keep getting down in that range there and work his way in. I don't believe he's ready for Shakur or nothing like that. Right? Not, not right now. If he could get the Pitbull Cruz fight, I say take it. But I think he holding out on Tank. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm looking down. What about this uh, Raymond Martala? What do you know about him? Yeah, he's fighting. Uh... The Friday before Earl, Raymond Murataya, he's with uh he's with Top Rank and Robert Garcia. What do you think about him, man? Is he somebody top rank putting stock into? Like, you know, what I mean I know if Yeah, he's I mean, really we about to find out. We about to find out how good he is. He's gonna be fighting Jeremiah Nakathelia. Oh, oh. I'm gonna watch that fight. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I'll check that. I'm going to pay close attention. I, mean, I was looking at his record. I was like, damn, he got solid amount of kills and everything. I was like, he might be a real contender. I don't know if they're taking him serious or not. I know they won't put a serious contender in with Frank right now, but, yeah, I mean, if you could catch one of those guys, you know, one of those crowd pleasers, man, you got to get in there and do the same thing Boots did. Get your guy that come forward and put them hands on him. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's my call, man. That's my call, my boy, man. But yeah, I, I went too. I, I went too down on the performance. I think it was a good learning curve. I think this makes Frank a better fighter. He he learned how to deal with movers from now on. For sure, man. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, boy, uh, that's how I take it. Learning experience, you little, little adversity. It's like when Ryan went down, you know, <clears throat> you learn because you come out on top from it. Uh, uh, your performance proved that. I got high and low sports central. Two dollars super just says the boxing voice is more. Salute, salute. 
Well, I mean, we have come to that time. <clears throat> Let them know where they can find you. Chill. Oh, yeah, actually, I mean, hold on, hold on. I got two people over here. Teddy B, no, what up God. on Discord? I ain't even people. What? What uh, up? Can y'all hear me? Yes. All right. So, a couple things. Uh, can I go back to Zapata real quick? Um, he doesn't have a way to a title. Like, if you look at the rankings, like the eliminators that have been fought, it's all been like PBC and top ranks. So, he's going to have to fight somebody to get a title shot. Bruh, um, Zapata was offered. Uh, a cross promotion fight with Shakur, and he turned it down. Yeah, he, he, he that wasn't enough money yet. It, he, it'll, it'll, it's gonna happen in the next year. They're gonna have to offer him big money because he's gonna be in line for a title. So it's just like you can't skip over him. Like when them titles actually open up, they wouldn't open up yet. Like I wouldn't take the shot if I was a golden boy for a non title shot either. Like, I mean, as a fight fan, I would, but, like, not as a promoter. You want to wait until it's a title on the line. You losing a title shot is different from losing as a contender. So that's the whole thing with that. Like, he will eventually have to fight. Like, Golden Boy only has so many opponents, and they don't have anybody in line for a title. So he will have to fight a Shakur, a Tank, uh, somebody like that. That's probably what they're trying to aim for, too, is him to fight Tank instead of fighting Shakur. Like, if he's going to lose, make money losing. Um, I think Andy, somebody brought up a good name for Andy, um, Cruz, uh, Lenares. Like, yeah, I know he's like worn, he shot worn and all of that, but he's still a good name. He has a lot of experience. He's a good fighter. And that will show us like, okay, if he goes out and knocks him out, now we talking about something like, yeah, I think he's the goods. Like he looked really good for work. Is spectacular, um, good style, uh, crowd pleaser. Could be a crowd pleaser. Uh, so yeah, but we need to see him against like that former world champion if they well, if they want to rush him. I'm of the camp that you can give him a couple more burgos, then go former world champion. But hey, if you want to rush him, hey, let's go Lenares and then let's go into the top five and try to fight one of them guys. Do what Shakur doing. Just call down the rankings. Um, and then, what else? Um, the Bumgarner looks nice. I really want the Serrano fight for her. Like, I think that's the fight that will take her to the next level of popularity. Um, have that in New York City. Um, or on the undercard of, like, a Katie Taylor fight. I think uh, Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron. That would be, like, huge for them. Um, and, uh, Frank Martin, I mean, I would just like, it's activity. I think he's one of those type of fighters that he's a rhythm fighter and him being off for seven months and not having as much amateur experience as other fighters. I don't think he could deal with those ones. layoffs. I didn't think he looked bad. I actually thought he could have got the stoppage if he would have came out in the seventh round and actually pressed like he did in the sixth round. But it seemed like he like took the seventh round off. Instead of like going out and actually trying to stop him, because he had him hurt in the sixth round, Teddy like he B. had to like turn his back. Teddy so. B, that's the bell, champ. That's the bell. All right, I got King Born. What up? Hey, yo, hey, yo, you hear me, right? Sam, Sam, good. 
You sound yeah, like we can yo, hear you. Peace to King Diamond. Peace, 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 brother. Listen. Peace, brother. Your man, good. Our man at 135 is back. He's home. Came home hugging money. You heard? You know what I'm saying? Probably got him like a, 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 probably hit up his girl. Got some loving from her. So look, you look kind of skinny. You got the big fro, like Julius, uh, 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 like Jesus Shuttleworth Sr. You know what I mean? Looking wild as shit. But look, he's back. So now, everything we won at 135 could get this shit popping. All I need to know, y'all, is this shit going to be wild with Devin Haney, like the last A-Rab in Baghdad holding the gold Uzi. Is that going to be a sight to see? You know what I mean, King? I mean, is that going to be a sight to see? Like I said, he's back. He's home. Let's get this 135 division popping. See Frank Martin. You know what I mean? Broke somebody's face and shit. Allegedly. But like I said, man, yo, next. It's 930. I'm getting the fuck off of here so you get this shit popping tomorrow. And y'all know next week, the week of the fight, I'm starting a whole bunch of shit back here in the TV universe. Peace. Love your nest. Love your king. I mean, peace. I'm out. Peace. Yo, yo he said the last A-Rab holding the gold Uzi. That's bars. Shout out to King Boy. <laughs> Word. Love yo. Word. Uh, shout out. Shout out. Uh, I think we got to everybody. <laughs> Now you can let them know where to find you, King. King Amina Vessex one on Instagram. King Amina Vessex one on Twitter. The championship rounds here on YouTube. And I'll be here tomorrow morning. TBV on the motherland. Let's go. Peace.